has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, after his good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz. Um, quickly, before I get into it, the house the housekeeping, um, which is really not much. Follow me on Twitter, JorB31. Um, the live stream, by the time you guys listen to this, the live stream would have happened already with myself and Michael Nania. And the live stream next week will most likely be on Friday. I haven't checked with Kyle yet, um, but I think that's the only day we could really do it. So, Or I could do it. So Friday, um, 6 o'clock, I guess, will be the next live stream. With that being said, uh, we're getting to the film pretty quickly. Uh, I'm under the weather, so if there's a lack of energy or compassion or um, I have to cough or sneeze or something like that, then again, it is what it is. If you're getting annoyed by that, then you know maybe there should just should be a show and you should just click it off, you know. But um, so we'll get into it pretty quickly again, um, and I'll run through these plays uh, kind of like last week, you know, give them a minute or two each, but. Um, at this point, kind of getting old, you know, a little bit that paired with not feeling so well. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to spend three hours on this one. So uh, we're, we're going to hit these pretty, pretty quickly. So with that being said, Jets uh, lost to the Bills, if you guys didn't hear, uh, by a score of 45 to 17. Uh, it was a game that we probably knew they were going to lose, let's be honest, you know. Um, coming off of a bad Colts game, the, the Bills coming off of a bad Jaguars game, you know that they were going to come in pissed. They did. Um, they're a super sound defense. They showed that. They are a solid offense. I know they had a couple of pickups the last couple of weeks, but they showed that. There's a reason they are considered a, you know, a what? Top three, top four AFC contender right now. So it is what it is. Sucks. And with that being said, there's still no excuses for some of the defense I've been playing the last couple of weeks. And I'll, I'll put out the stats in a little bit in terms of, um, the penalties, the, the the lack of heart at certain points in the game, um, the historic numbers they've been giving up over the last couple of weeks. Um, it's been all really, really bad. So go with number three dud of the game. Obviously, we start with the duds if they lose and the studs if they win. And we've been starting with a lot more duds than we wanted to. And again, um, I didn't expect the Jets to be necessarily much better record-wise than they are right now, it, even though, to be fair, whether they're two and nine, I expected probably, you know, no, not two and nine, two and seven. Sorry, I expected at least three and six. You know, maybe even four and five. I think that was possible before this year. Now, obviously, you stack that with Vinnie Curry being injured and Carl Lawson and Lamarcus Joyner and Marcus May for many games. Mackay Becton, Corey Davis for you know a, a few games. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they're going to struggle. You know, Mosley being out for a couple games, Davis being out, even though Davis has looked um, like nothing more than a backup linebacker at this point, if even that. But we're going to start with coaching number three. Um, the amount of penalties were ridiculous. Um, and it seems like, or it feels like every time the bills had a penalty, the jets just matched it, whether it be like first and 10, it would have put them to first and 20. Oh, no, the jets got a, uh, holding or pass interference or something like that. And the penalties just offset. So that was brutal. Um, they didn't count. So they had nine penalties for 69 yards, but they had at least 13, 14 penalties. Um, if you actually go with the ones that were, um, not declined, but the ones that were offset, there's at least three of those. Um, the delay of the game on fourth and inches, 
um, which is absolutely brutal. And uh, it came out today that Mike LaFleur took blame for the delay of penalty. Um, he said that Salah, with seven seconds on the play clock, wondered if he should call timeout. Um, LaFleur said uh, LaFleur said he told Salah, no, we're okay. Uh, and then LaFleur said he was wrong. Uh, penalty was absolute killer. So I don't know how that happens. You know, there's a clock. The quarterback will be looking at it. The offensive line could be looking at it. The receivers could be looking at it. The OC could be looking at it. The DC could be looking at it. The head coach could be looking at it. But fourth and inches after they threw the ball to Elijah Moore and he couldn't get the first down, um, spot in the game where they're, they're down 10 nothing. But if they get a touchdown there, um, I think it's 10 nothing, right? Uh, they get a touchdown on that drive. It's 10 7, completely different game. Um, and they have to punt because they, nobody, well, the floor took responsibility for it. But how does that happen? Mind blowing. Um, Gage reverse digs in the red zone back to back, or was it the red zone or green zone? Green zone, I consider 40 yards and then, but Gage back to back. They looked, they looked to him, showed a man look. He was responsible for him both times. Um, got lucky the first time, second time he got beat. And listen, I like Gage. I think he's a, he's that dime corner, you know, that fourth corner that comes in, that backup <laughs> slot corner, which again for UDFA is good. Should Gage be lining up against a top five NFL wide receiver? multiple plays in a row. No. And the thing with coaching too, is like you're talking about the Bills struggling with, with too high because it makes Josh Allen ding dunk you a little bit. Um, they didn't do that. So I get, they want them to, to fit into their system, but if your system isn't working, you have to adjust. And it's not like they, and the confusing thing about it is people like say like, Oh yeah, they're, they're, you know, a three, they're, they're, they're a three high system and all the stuff, but I've seen them run cover two. I've seen them run, you know, two man, uh, not not really often two man, but co- uh, co- uh, two zone. I've seen them run six and and quarters and seven, <clears throat> um, or five. I'm gonna get tripped up on some things again. I'm a little cloudy, um, but they don't do it on that rep where you have one of the best receivers in the NFL against Stefan Diggs. Like what is going on? It's like they don't run it. They they they, they they've ran it before. So they can't do it this game. Like I, I don't. So, so some of the coaching is is confusing because it's not like they don't execute. And another thing with that is like Hall can't move. I, I hate that whole system of you know just like Richard Sherman played you know the right side of the offense or the left side of the defense for his entire career with the, with the the Seahawks. The thing about that is unless you have two corners as as good as each other, then they're just going to go to the one side. And the thing is, it's not like you're asking him to play slot. Like I I, I can understand if they were like, hey. We don't want him to play slot. He's strictly an outside guy. Okay, I get that. But there's no difference from the left to the right side. It's usually based on, on, on field versus boundary. So it's not like, oh, there's different responsibilities because he's been on the boundary side on the, on the left side of the defense. He's been on the field side on the right side of the defense. So there's no change from, from side to side. You know, So he's done everything that he would have done on the other side of the field, but they just don't want to move him there. Like, I don't get it. So unless you get a guy as good as Hall, they're going to keep going to that, to that side when they want to target a specific corner who's there. Um, crazy. It, it is. Uh, Q and Elijah Moore playing a little bit over 50% of the snaps. He's ridiculous. Q is, is a very good defensive tackle. I think, I think so far this season he's been a little bit disappointing to me, but he's still a, a, a pro ball level um, defensive tackle. And Elijah Moore for the last couple of weeks has been producing like, like really well, but they're only playing like 55% of the snaps. And I, and I said that last week, um, that I understand a, a rotation, but at the same time, you want a rotation where the, the main guys are seeing 70, 75, maybe even 80% of the snaps. And then you bring those other guys in for 20 to 30% of the snaps. 
but 50, 55% for these guys is ridiculous. The rotation is too heavy right now. It just is. Um, and I, Nania uh, tweeted this out. <clears throat> um, the young, I think this was Nania, pretty sure. Um, young Jets stars outperforming their playing time. Michael Carter. Yeah, this was definitely Nania. Uh, Michael Carter, fifth among running backs and missed tackles forced with 36. And he's 20th in touches. Okay. He's fifth best running back in terms of tackles, tackles, missed tackles forced. 36, 20th in touches. Okay. See, so he needs to see, see someone put uh, some more playing time. And that, you know, factored in maybe the, the first couple of weeks he wasn't playing as many reps. Um, Quentin Williams, fifth among defensive tackle and sacks with five, 31st in snaps. Why is he 31st of defensive tackles and snaps? Elijah Moore, weeks, and he only was 378. They played 100 in the Titans game. You look at another eight games opposite, or, or another, you know, eight, eight games other than that. Elijah Moore, weeks eight through 10, he's 14th among wide receivers and receiving yards with 195. But he's he's run forty one routes, or he's forty he's forty first in route, routes run in eighty with eighty routes. So why are these guys not seeing a lot of, a lot of playing time? It's confusing. Um, so again, usually get a little animated and stuff, but it just is what it is right now. <clears throat> um, Mike White uh, is my second dud of the game. You'll see this, you'll see the first one, but uh, Mike White twenty four for forty four two fifty one zero touchdowns four interceptions that could have been six or seven. Um, I didn't do a ton of his plays because, uh, you know, at this point, how many people really, I, I get my, people care about Mike White the last couple of weeks because like he might be the new guy and all this, um, which we all, I think, realistically knew. I, I knew that it wasn't going to be him long-term, let's, let's be honest. Um, he's really limited in terms of physically. Um, he's a good decision maker, but when he's under pressure, his, his process goes to shit and, and, this, and uh, he rushes some things and he can't throw off platform. He can't throw on the run doesn't have a strong arm. So he's, he's a severely limited quarterback. Um, and it's not an easy you know, task or ask of him to go and perform against the Buffalo Bills, the number one defense in the NFL. But, you know, four interceptions still isn't acceptable. Um, so let's look at a couple of his plays. It's Again, I, I have seven plays of him. Um, none of these guys I went crazy with. I'm on, it's only a 56-play review, so it uh, could be pretty relatively short. You know, 56 plays is still 56 plays. But um, I'm going to run through these all – <clears throat> pretty damn quick. Let's, you know, again, that just is the case. Um, I was, in, I was, there was a time I wasn't considered doing a live stream tonight, but, or last night by the time you watched it, but I, I want to do that. Cause I know for some people, them it's a little bit therapy, uh, therapeutic to, to watch that stuff. So I'm going to do it. At least I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it. So I'm going to run through these, these plays and kind of give them the time that they deserve, which is not much um, near interception for, for white. Let's watch. Play action again. Um, you have you have Cole right there, who just runs um, a slant, a deeper slant, and play action. Which, by the way, people you know really give him credit the first couple of weeks or the first week for selling his play action. Uh, not here. So that lasted that lasted very very shortly, and this is what you start to see when quarterbacks start to get hit and stuff like that. Um, so terrible fake. Gets his eyes back. And the thing he has to be mindful of just quickly is, okay, play action does what? It sucks linebackers up. So no matter what the look is, you know, if they're showing man coverage or showing zone, those linebackers in the middle, um, if they are in coverage, are most likely going to be retreating. So you have to um, either get to fit the ball in there quickly enough where the linebackers uh, are fitted in a window where the linebackers can't get back to it, um, <clears throat> or – 
you have to not go there, but you have to be mindful of those linebackers getting sucked up and not being in your initial window, but, but getting on, getting out to an exit angle into that window um, because of that play action. That's what happens here. Play action zone. He drops the linebacker drops back into his hook, into his hook zone, finds, finds, um, finds a threat, gets in that throwing lane and might quite never, never sees him. Play action looks to his left, and maybe he maybe he sees him right here, or he checks the middle of the field. So you could say maybe right here he checks him, but then 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 it's even worse, and he just trusts his arm to get it in. But obviously that's not the case because if that was the case, he needed to put a lot more um, air under the ball and kind of loft it over his head. Obviously, um, doesn't happen that way. Should have been a pick on his first on his first pass of the game. You know, right right into his a little bit over his hands, but it, he tipped it. It should it should have been a pick. So right from the jump, you know, not too good. Um, six, eight, wait, miss. Um, let's see, play it first. Again, pretty simple, you know, this could be man. This could be zone. Um, but he's, he's seeing, you know, he's seeing pressure. You're going to see in the other view. He checks this, he checks this safety real quick. Now, now he knows there's a three on three situation right here with this guy being inside. He's most likely responsible for the, for the number three. He breaks out quickly, sees a safety. This is a ball that he needs to deliver there because again, he's wide open and that's what he's doing. Replacing the blitz, you know, the blitz comes throw because then now there's, now there's a little bit of efficiency on the side because this linebacker is, is um, pressed inside a little bit, just kind of disguising. Confirms that puts, throws it, you need to get there. You know? Um, oh, you didn't see the other angle. Okay, so sorry. I don't know why I didn't. Maybe I, maybe I screwed that up. <clears throat> um, but nonetheless, he the thing about him too is, and this is something that you heard Michael Floor talk about when they evaluate quarterbacks, that guys who can't really throw into pressure, they, they cower. This throw, he cowers. You know, you got to be able to take the hit. You can't be afraid of the hit. And and he, he's 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 kind of leaning out of his throw like that because he's afraid to get hit, and that causes an accuracy. You know, like yes, he's he's you have a guy blitzing. This is open right now. Plant your feet and throw it. Like you're you're gonna have to take some hits. So you, you can't fade or fade away like this and try to completely protect yourself. And he completely misses on a situation where you know. Um, oops, sorry situation where you look at it Carter catches the ball at 31 the first down the first down marker is the 35 on second down catches the ball right here turns up to at least the 35 and now it's one-on-one with him on the linebacker in plenty of space this Carter if you had to bet your money on it does he make that linebacker miss uh yes you know but but White doesn't set his feet and doesn't throw an accurate ball because they don't want to get hit can't 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 have that Um, all right, let's see next seven. Oops, shit. Eight, 25, White interception GBR. Okay. Three by one. And 
And at first you can make the argument that on this throw where we're getting them running this dig with his sit, it's almost like that spin concept again. They, they run that a lot, which is a high, low, high, high to low. And you can make the argument at first that he was trying to throw like this, this sit, this snag, whatever, whatever it was, uh, you snag. Um, and at first it looks like he was, he, he might've been trying to throw that, but you look at the other angle, I believe it looks like he was trying to throw this ball and just floated over these linebackers in this window, which is a really ballsy throw to be completely honest, especially for Mike white. So let's watch. Um, but again, he was trying to fit into this window or over the top, not the best idea. And he will see from the angle. If, if this was the decision, then it's a completely different ball game, but uh, it's, it's third and you know, 10. So uh, this would most likely be the throw, but I'm pretty sure that of that again, just I'm going to not be as, uh on my game with remembering some of this stuff but middle let me move my screen real quick i don't know if, i don't know where you guys see me to be completely honest um yeah he to, to me again middle he's never looking to the right right here to to go to um crowder who's about here crowder's about here or who was that crowder or cole crowder is there and to me he's looking deep the whole time yeah he's not he's not throwing he's not throwing to crowder i just i, I don't believe that's so i think he's trying to fit it into this window <clears throat> which again <clears throat> for him not the best idea especially because he tends to kind of fade away from pressure and he doesn't have that strong of an arm but arm gets hit on the follow through ball is obviously now soft pick but I, I don't even think he's gonna fit that in there regardless so i don't like the decision in the first place to throw that ball you know and now gvr let's let's see how he gets beat which is just i don't i i don't even i i can't understand it so obviously center tackle slide left right guard to right tackle slide right this threat drops out so now it's two on two this is his guy there's another guy on the edge now, if this guy, if there's some music looping inside or something like that, I would, I would get him passing this off to, to Moses, but that does not happen. Gets a good punch, but now you need to keep that foot active. And when you're punching, you want to, you want to make sure you're widening that foot with it. Because if, if you're, if you're punching without that foot, then you're kind of going to get stuck. You see how he's locking out punching. Now he's stuck in the ground. And then he just like lacks a days ago, like punches him. He's like, Oh, maybe I'll just stop playing now. Like what, what, what is this whole movement? He's reassessing if he just completely took him out of that play with that one punch. Like, that was such a good punch. He took the guy out of the out – of the, again, excuse, excuse some of the French, but when they, when they start losing a lot, it really wants to come out. I don't want to keep holding it back sometimes. And I'm not just going to do it, like, not organically, but like, no, I'm good now. I don't have to block him anymore. Gets through and gets a hit. Like, what are you doing, GVR? He's, he's terrible. He has some games where he's, like, he's like barely okay, but some of his terrible plays are just mind-baffling. All right, Davis, White, Davis, fumble. Yeah, we know this. <clears throat> um, they run this like crease concept again, switch crease. Again, we have that deep dig, and, and this route could either be, um, depending on like middle field open, middle field close, it could be uh, either a just a seam vertical or a, um, a post. So good job by, you're going to see White read it, read it, read it, He's going to climb and he takes a couple extra hitches, one hitch, two hitches, 
just waiting for them to, to clear. This is a wide open area of the field. So he's taking advantage of it. Throw. Good job reading it. You know, um, they're playing, they're playing a, th- uh, a, th- uh, a three buzz. One, two, three high. Safety buzzes down. R- rotation uh, post snap. And it's open. He hits it. You know, good job by him. At this point in the game, you're looking at um, the second quarter, 17 to three. At this point, maybe get a field goal. Now it's 16 to seven, 17 to six, you know, make it a little bit more manageable. Um, they probably would have forgotten just a field goal, but let's be honest, they have two timeouts. So maybe they called timeout and chuck it deep with, with how situationally good the, the Bills defense is in terms of like not letting deep shots and things like that. I severely doubt it, but still <clears throat> 17 to six. Good hit. Davis is trying to fight for more yards and unfortunately he fumbles. And and this is the thing with Davis too, like just quickly with like with him is people um people they're they kind of overrating, I think, what the Jets thought of him. Like it's not like they gave him a contract to Kenny Galladay. You know, Kenny Galladay got what, seventeen million dollars a year. I'm not sure on the number, but <clears throat> I know it's <clears throat> right around uh seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year with the with the Giants, and he's producing like absolute dog shit. Like Davis, then because he, he missed a couple of games, he's not going to get to this number, or maybe he will still, um, especially because, you know, Zach comes back and, and they have some weaker defenses coming up. But he's about a thousand yard receiver if you, if you average out his per game. Um, and obviously, you know, him being healthy is a part of that. And he has some focus drops, which he, were, were not a part of his game in Tennessee last year, minus the last two games of the season at the te- Texans and Packers. I think that's because he was pressing for to get that thousand yards. So you have a guy who's been has as a consistently good hands catcher. Um, I didn't really see him fumble too much. Now there are the, the one thing I will give him or that I will criticize him with is, is it's in times last year watching his film with the Titans, he did disappear at times. Um, but overall it's not like you're paying him like Kenny Galladay, 17 and a half million dollars a year. Again, 12 and a, 12 and a half is low tier one high end two numbers. And that's what he's been, you know, now, now does he, with that being said, need to eliminate the fumbles, the drops a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But he's not. He, we didn't pay him like Kenny Galladay again. You know, Nelson Aguilar makes more money than he does. Can you imagine Nelson Aguilar on the Jets right now, and how pissed we'd be? Corey Davis, while while his drops are are, are frustrating, <clears throat> and his consistency is frustrating, let's not act like twelve and a half million dollars is still a bad contract for this guy because I don't I don't necessarily think so. Um, again, tax the ball, hands catch, good, tucks the ball. Now you know what can you say about this? You can't really see how the ball is tucked. Just tell him to go down. He's trying to fight for more yards. You know, it, it gets ripped out. It, it, it happens. It's unfortunate. But if, if he were to catch this ball and then drag guys for an extra seven, eight yards, we'd be like, oh, my God, great play. You know, you just got us into field goal range. Good job getting the yak. Good job fighting for extra yards. You know, all this stuff. But he fumbles. It, you know, again, not ideal, but I'm not going crazy. I'm not going crazy. Okay, next, uh, 30, 37, 43, 33. Interception, uh, they cover three from the... You could argue, like, I'm not going to watch this a thousand times. Could be a four, but it could be a three where he's just taking he's just taking 
um, number one vertical. And because he, the, of the late rotation, um, he's going to the flat. And then once he, once he wheels up field, he's just going to take it and like, play, like match it. Um, so it's three, you could argue four. Um, nonetheless, they, they have a, a, a cut call, replace call. People call it, um, so I think some people call it slice too. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but like cut or replace where basically, um, Trey white and the deep safety right here are in a situation where he's in a matching anything vertical, but anything, anything, um, that cuts inside within like 10 ish yards, eight to 10 yards, um, or even shorter than that. If, if he runs it across the field, he's going to cut it or replace it. And now he's going to replace his own, the safety. So you're going to see it. You're going to see him start to match Crowder. He breaks inside. Now where Trey, Trey White's eyes immediately go. He knows his assignment. This is not his assignment anymore. Now it's the safety. So Trey White, as soon as he sees him cut inside, his eyes go right to across the field because he's going to replace his zone. So now he has to get, if anything's running deep right here, he has to get there um, to assist on that. Finds it immediately. Finds it, gets under it, gets under it, gets under it, gets under it, looks back, sees the throw. Now just tracks the ball. Tracks the ball, tracks the ball, and he gets the he gets the pick here, and Mike White never sees him. But again, these are defenses. You know, this is where we talk about like the defense between college and and, and, and colleges do do this stuff too, to be honest. But um, for like preseason and all that stuff versus regular season games, you know, this is the stuff you see. And when a guy's running deep across the field like this, you have to be aware of a of a replacement, a cut, a slice, whatever you want to call it. Um, and check that, you know, just quickly, especially if he's inside of this guy, you should trust him to win vertically or to, to, to continue to maintain that leverage and outrun him. So it's a quick peek, never sees it, throws the ball up and it's a pick, you know, where if that wasn't there, it would be, it would be a, a solid throw, but play action. Middle, 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 middle. Sees him driving down on that. Okay. Well, if he's driving down on that and it's a, and it's a three or four look, then what is this guy doing now? You got to peek it. Never sees it. Throws it. Again, right to, right to Trey White. <coughs> got to see that. Easier said than done, but this is the NFL we're talking about. White interception again. Did I miss one? I'm like a couple plays left. I might have missed an interception, which I, I don't think I did, unless there's the, the last three plays of this or picks. I, I forget. Okay. Two by two with a wing to the bottom, the single back. Play action. They run a deep smash. No, this is actually like a this is a this is a um a flood to me. Where I call I call this flood versus sale um with when the outside one runs a curl like this and there's a then there's a corner from the two um, i call this flood with it with a guy leaking out to the flat where sale is the the vertical the the deep over the, the corner and the flat um so this is flood and i'm not sure where his eyes are um, if he is looking to throw this you know quickly um i guess he doesn't want to wait to his first developer he sees him deep and he doesn't want to you know, um, take the time to, to, to pump this or whatever and throw this deep. Cause this is, this, I guess that could be open. Nonetheless, he decides to throw the curl. And what I think he's looking at is this linebacker. Look at the linebacker, looking at the linebacker and he knows the flat is going to occupy the linebacker. So he's waiting for that to clear. 
and he throws the ball. Um, but the ball needs to be out a lot sooner. You know, on, on a curl, you got to throw it while he's breaking because, again, good corners, good DBs are going to be all over it. So if you wanted to throw the ball, I'm, I'm saying just eliminate this linebacker from, your, from, your, from the picture right here. He would throw the ball, you know, now. But the linebacker's there. And look how much it, it takes him an extra, you know, um, one hitch, two hitches to throw the ball, and now the corner's all over the route. And to me, just based on what Corey Davis is doing, working back to the ball, people are all like blaming him for, for, for this too. He's running a route, an inside break versus an outside corner. At least when he, at least when he sees it, the corner's outside of him. So what is he going to do? He's going to work to the, to work to the inside right here to get away from the corner. Mike White throws it behind him. So now it looks like, oh, Corey Davis didn't come back to the ball, but no, he was working inside because if he was going to throw it, that's where he should have thrown it. He throws it outside pick. <coughs> Can't do it. You know, so again, play action. I'm not sure. It, it. I don't know if he reads the. I don't know if he reads this at all. To be honest, I think he's just looking at the curl, which for whatever reason that's that's a little odd again. But is it? It is. Again, I think he's seeing. Oh, sorry, that's not a linebacker. It's a safety or a DB. Wait from the clue that's on. Throw it. But you have to be mindful of the of the the corner there working back to the ball too. Just just throw the ball anyway. That's a really really piss poor decision. Was that? This is his fourth pick. Did I, did I recap all the picks? I don't. This is I. I don't remember doing two. Maybe I did four. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But if I miss one, I'm sorry. Uh, just, just, I guess right now, um, two by two. Split back. Or the one split back. And again. Um, they're running this this vertical with uh, or the, sorry the the uh, the sluggo with Keelan Cole and a like a pivot by Crowder. Crowder's open. You know, again, read this deep, and if this corner bites inside, if he plays it shallow, if his eyes are on you, whatever it may be, you have the freedom to throw this ball up. But you have to read what's happening right now, and this is not a good relationship for the corner to have to the receiver for you to throw that ball. He just he just feels some pressure and just chucks it up with terrible mechanics because of pressure. Terrible in terms of leaning completely leaning back and his feet even. So there's no power generated through his hips at all in this. And just throws the ball up there and again cowers away from pressure and gets the ball picked. There's a there's a there's a safety high too, nonetheless. Not even with just a corner. Pick. And again, if he and I, feel, I know he feels some pressure, but if he sees this, even if he wants to rush it because he feels some pressure, Crowder's running the pivot, and this is wide open. Good route by Crowder. You know? Little skip step, get inside, throw by, break outside. He's wide open. It's third down, I know, but if he leaves him outside right here, this is plenty of room to, to, to turn up field and break maybe one tackle. Or just outrun a guy for for Yak to get a first down. He just chucks the ball up. Terrible. That is really bad. It looks like he looks at Crowder too. Is he trying to sell? Is he trying to sell the corner on Crowder or something? Or, or is he not looking? No, he's looking. I think he's looking to the sideline actually. He's he's looking at that at that vertical hallway. 
so it looks like, again, I'm not watching a thousand times because I'm trying to run through this pretty quick, but regardless, terrible decision. Crowder is wide open. You know, I'm sure that play call was a, hey, just chuck up the call no matter what. Moving on. Um, this is a good portion of it, um, but I put the entire defense. Um, 21 per, uh, points in the first six minutes of the third quarter, three touchdowns. Um, and then I put in my in my parentheses to, to, to recap the points given up this year. And again, this is something I talked about on the last live stream. Um, and I talked about it <laughs> even earlier in the season when the defense was still like, oh, oh, oh I don't know, this is not – revisionist Monday morning quarterbacking stuff because I remember saying this. Um, the defense wasn't necessarily great in the beginning of the season. It just wasn't. You look at the Panthers game, yeah, they held, they held them to 19 points. Okay, great, fine. I'll give them that. It was, what, 16 and nothing and a half. So they took their foot off the gas, I'm sure, a little bit, but still they did a solid job. The Pats, they gave up 25 points, and they were blowing them out early in the game. So how much did the Pats have to put the, the, the foot on the gas? Yeah, they held them to 25 points. Great. If they needed to score 40, could they have in that game? Probably. Um, the Broncos game, they they were they lost twenty six to nothing. Were they trying to put up points in the third and fourth quarter in that game? You tell me. Titans game, yeah, they won twenty seven to twenty four. And guess how many bad blown defensive plays happened in that game? Conversions on third and twenty. You know the the time that the, the Titans got into the red zone, um, and they snapped the ball over Ryan Tannehill's head, led to a field goal. Um, you have you have the the right before the end of the fourth quarter, they let him drive down the field. Um, and score a touchdown to, to bring it to overtime. The Jets get a, a field goal in overtime, and the Titans are able to drive the field or drive the ball all the way to like the 40, 35-yard line, and they missed the field goal. Like, how good was that defense? Even though they, they did some some good things in that game, their situational defense was still not good. So, okay, you can give them you can give them maybe the Titans game and the and the the Panthers game if you consider that good defense. Um, the Falcons game, they were up 23 at halftime. They shut down in the second quarter a little, or the, the third and fourth quarter a little bit. But again, they were up 23 at halftime. Was it 23? Um, you know, it's so like how much did they put their foot in the gas? The Pats game, 54 points. The Bengals game, 31 points. Okay, 31 points. It's still 31 points. The Colts game, 45 points. The Bills game, 45 points. Looking at, you know, what is it? What is the average? 45 points in the last um, four games. And that's what it is. A hundred. Uh, so the last four games, it's 175 points. That's the second most points allowed in a four game span by any team since the 1970 AFL NFL merger. Titans allowed 177 points in four games in 2004. So the second most points given up in a four game span in or span in, in about 50 years. So save me the they're injured. Save me. They're young. Um, there's no excuse for it. Has there been no teams in the last 50 years had a young, banged-up team with a young coaching staff? So it's an excuse for them now. Why? I get being bad, but 45 points a game bad is unacceptable. Um, <clears throat> brutal. Like, again, people save me the, 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 the injuries and the, and the youngness of everybody on the team. If you want to excuse that stuff, that's, that's up to you. It's not excusable. Um, the 2021 Jets are the first team to allow at least 45 points three times in a four-game span since the 1966 Giants. The, the Jets are allowing a league-worst 32.9 points per game, which is on pace to be the worst mark in franchise history. Uh, the team record is 30.9 set in 1975. So they're giving up two points more per game than any team in Jets history. So again... 
excuse if you want, but they're historically bad defense right now. No other team in history has been young, had injuries, and had a young staff, right? Historically bad. We're not talking about, oh, just bad this year, oh, just bad the last couple of years. We're talking about historically bad numbers. Okay. Um, let's look at some terribleness. Yeah, no, should run through these quicker than shit because at this point, and I get it. Listen, you have Quincy Williams playing a lot of snaps. You have Sherrod Neesman. You have Delshawn Phillips, you know. Um, but at the same time, with that being said, you have, you have defensive coaches who are applauded for being defensive coaches, and you have Q, you have JFM, you have Foley, you know, you have CJ Mosley, you have Rankins, you have Hall, who I think at the beginning of the season, people think he needs to be legitimate number one, and I was still, I definitely pushed back on that. I still, I still think he's more of a number two guy, and I think these last couple of weeks have proven definitely more of a two than a one. That's, that's just my opinion. Busted coverage. Let's see what it is here. Again, this kills the Jets every single game. Just literally as, as intricate as you want to get with a play call, whatever it is, the simplicity, it's just the simple, the simplicity of play action with movement from a tight end underneath. They get beat by it multiple times every single week. Colts, you saw Molly Cox running for 30 yards because of the same type of play. Again, play action gets everybody's eyes on the running back. Nobody ever keys um, or picks up on the, on the tight end crossing underneath on a drag or a short crosser. Nobody. Nobody alerts it. Nobody nothing. You got to call that stuff out. That's why the defense is, you know, people talk about communication and all that stuff <coughs> um, for these types of reasons. Play action, Dawson Knox, wide open, throw. Wow, holy shit. Easy as that. It's simple. And the rules of who you want to blame it on, is it, is it Mosley not calling out? Is it, da- is it Davis calling it out late as he's already crossing his face and now he's calling it out? Like, oh, yeah, thanks. Look at Davis. Now he points it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, he crossed. Thanks. Thanks for telling me. Let, let me know. He, he crossed. Okay. You know, whoever it's on. I can tell you this is not supposed to happen. And that's as easy as it gets. Okay. Moving on. Um, this 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 is one of the worst defensive plays I've ever seen in my life. I'll just be frank. I'll, I'll just play it. I'm sorry. So to me, and it looks like the Jets did this a couple of times. It looks like a combo coverage where you have, where you have man to the bottom and zone to the top. And then I don't, I don't necessarily know why, but Ashton Davis is is checking. Um, he's checking the the field side first, see if there's any any immediate crossers. Maybe he's supposed to jump that. If not, he just plays over top of this side. But nothing crosses immediately. He gets into the middle again. Looks like he have a four. It almost looks like six with like man on the on the boundary side. So it looks like a combo, and. One, I'm not sure why he's so far inside right here. That's 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 questionable nonetheless. But you have man right here, man right here, and you have um, 
you have Diggs who runs like again like that 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 pivot route. Um and looks like you're a man cover again, man coverage, man, man. And I don't know if there's supposed to be a switch call, which it doesn't look like they're supposed to be, because he's just playing over top of Diggs and now he's breaking to the flat. And Davis is on it. He's taking a high angle to it. Nonetheless, okay, be conservative. But unless there's a switch coverage, why is he basically checking digs right here and then trying to get back outside on it? Like he's just, he's just uber confident himself. He could take this guy out of the play and take this guy out of the play. Was there supposed to be a switch? I don't think so. Unless 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 Eccles completely blew his assignment. And then you have um, the running back on a wheel who just runs right by him. I don't really think this is designed. Maybe it, maybe it could be. You could tell me, you could say it's by design, but this is the most slow developing wheel route I've ever seen. Because look, he's looking for the ball immediately, looking for the ball, looking for the ball, looking for the ball. He just keeps watching it. He sees what's happening and then he breaks it up again. It, you, you could say it's by design, where it's like usually like that, like that snag, that um, short like sit curl, and then there's a wheel behind it. You see the just beat by that multiple times this year as well. Um, but by design, unless it's like a, just a super delayed wheel route, which again, again, it could be. Jared Davis just runs into the pivot, into the China, whatever you want to call it, runs into it. Running back blows past him. He doesn't switch, which I don't think there's a switch call. And he just gets completely destroyed. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a joke. That's our defense. That's the $7 million linebacker. And he, we had questions about him, you know, coming in, even, even getting signed. We watched his, we watched his film and I broke down his film. We're like, boy, I don't know. I get, I guess, and I said a lot during that review, I guess I'm going to trust linebacker coaches or the, the former linebacker coaches in Ulbrich and Sala because uh, this guy does not look great for $7 million. And then all, on top of all that, in, 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 on top of Jared Davis just having absolutely no idea what he's doing and playing terrible coverage, you also have Ashton Davis again, who's high. And watch his eyes again. We talk about him on the live stream. We have people making excuses for him. I don't know why. He's been absolutely dreadful. He has a couple tackles, sure. But look at him. You have two guys in man coverage. You're playing over the top, like a deep in like a deep two. And you think you'd want to check the routes, check what's going on here. Because if you do have to get over on it, guess what? You should probably be breaking on it before the ball is, is out of the quarterback's hands. Because when the ball is out of the quarterback's hands, um, you're screwed in the NFL. And watch his eyes. Again, we talked about this many times. Quarterback, 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 still on the quarterback, even on the scramble drill. His eyes are still on the quarterback, has no idea this is happening. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Oh, maybe I should check. Now he checks, and this is a relationship. Oh, shit. Like, the combo of these two guys right here between the two Davises is an absolute joke. This is the, this is the worst coverage on a flat that turns into a wheel or a wheel route I've ever seen in my life. Again, it looks like it could be by design just because of this route that other than this route, I, I, it looks like it wouldn't be by design. Like how we just, like I'm, I'm going to swing. Um, but just because this is, this is like a, again, the pivot China um, route that usually is meant to pick off man coverage. That's why I believe it, it, it probably is by design but it's just really delayed, which again, with this being a more of a delayed route, a longer developing route, it makes sense. A good design by the bills. No idea what he's trying to do. 
And Ashton Davis has no idea what's going on because his because Ashton Davis's coverage is drop into the zone I'm supposed to be in, watch the quarterback the entire time I'm dropping, and then only break on the ball as a quarterback's going to throw it. And this time it's so long developing that yeah, he checks now, but he's he's seeing this. I'm going to throw the ball. Like if he had any awareness at all, yeah, okay, drop into your zone, look at his eyes. His eyes are looking to the left. Why don't you also check that left side? Or no, you're just so good that you can, you're just like flash, I guess. You can just get there in a second. So it doesn't matter. If he throws it, you're going to be there, right? Terrible. He is terrible. Now you try to get there. So late. Brutal. Absolutely brutal by Ashton Davis and Jared Davis. That's just, I, I just, I don't know what to say that with that one. 1723. Okay, this one's quick. Miss sack from from JFM. Comes off the ball. Again, play action with the puller, who's going to block JFM. <clears throat> um, and again, you know, play action, they can have pullers and stuff like that too, which is really to sell the, the, the defensive front. Play action. He bull rushes, good job. Again, got to finish the play. It's there's really not much to this. He he gets a free release off the line. Sees the quarterback still has the ball. Turns into containing the run. If there is you know jet action, there's a lot of movement. He he goes from containing the run, staying on the outside to oh shit, he sells the ball. Now I'm gonna rush the passer. Good job getting low. Good hand placement. Low hand placement extension. Get to the quarterback. The thing is with Josh Allen, he does this all the time. You have to go low on him. You cannot go high on Josh Allen because he has he's probably the strongest quarterback in the NFL. Got to go long. Got to wrap him up. So he sees him coming. Stiff arm gets underneath the, of the sack, runs out of it, and they they get to him. But it's after a gain now. After a I'm sorry for a lot of movement, but after a, a, a three four yard gain, when JFM had him dead to rights right here, got to bring him down. You can't go high on Josh Allen. Like again. Yeah, he broke the tackle, but at the same point, like Justin Corey Davis, like, yeah, fumble's unfortunate. Mishack is unfortunate, but you're, you're, you're highly paid players. These are plays you're, you're literally paid to make. You got to make them. Jets run day. Okay. Danny, literally, Jared Davis has been brutal, like absolutely brutal. Um, a few things with this. I, I, I don't know if it's just lack of discipline. I don't know what it is, but you have a lot of jets like blocking themselves out of plays, like each other, like guys running into each other multiple times this game. So you can, you can have one gaps, you can have two gaps, whatever it is. You can have stunts. You can have, maybe, maybe you could say with these two, these two defensive linemen, maybe it's, maybe it was a run stunt. Like that's the only thing I can think of because run stunts, you know, pass stunts are a little bit different. Pass stunts are going to have the penetrator. He he waits a little bit longer, or no? Um, you you you'd have you'd have a run stunt where the looper would wait a little bit longer, and then loop. Where run stunts they they're a little bit quicker because you don't want to get blocked out of the play, so you don't really want to wait too long. If you see run blocks coming, you you have to you have to play it differently. So on a on a um either either way, on a well on a pass rush stunt you'd have. Penetration, Q right here, push up field, 
and then loop just to occupy him. But on that now on that run stunt, you, you still have the same penetration, but you'd have Q. You don't want him to push too far upfield because then he'll get he'll get blocked out of the play. You want just a quick loop, just go now. Um, and I don't know if there's a miscommunication here. I don't know what it is with the, with the two tackles, but they literally run into each other. They they, they block each other out of the play. Like why are these guys running into each other? So they run into each other. You have Jared Davis who shoot who's shooting downhill immediately, which okay, fine. But you have him versus Dawson Knox um, in a hole on on a, on this on this lead draw. Again, a run slot you have to get there immediately. Again, pass it's a little bit slower. I don't know if I explained it the best, but nonetheless, you have a situation where it's a lead draw. Jared Davis versus Knox in a hole. Blow him the fuck up. Blow him up. Stay on your feet. Stack him. Do something. Like you, you can't, I, I can tell you what you can't do. You can't just go in there and just fall to the ground. Now, if you want to take an outside-in relationship to, to, to squeeze the run, okay, I get that. But take on the outside shoulder and stand him up. Push him back into the hole. What does Jared Davis do? Not because of a trip, not because of anything. I always watch feet because people are like, oh, he just fell, whatever. He got bull rushed and really he tripped. Jared Davis just falls on the ground. He t- he, if, if, if Dawson Knox just olayed him, he would have fall, fallen on his face. He, he, Dawson Knox didn't have to do anything to Davis at this play. He took himself out of the play. Took himself out of the play. These guys run into each other. You have um, Blair who tries to get back inside, which whatever. Even though it's multiple guys trying to fill that same gap. It just, unless he was, is he supposed to fill outside? Then he's supposed to get inside. Then he delays. So it doesn't make sense. So what is he doing? What is he doing? What are these guys doing? Draw. Wide open. And then Eccles, this is a play he gets hurt on because he doesn't take his feet into the tackle. He just tries to throw an arm out there. Again, you got to bring your feet with you. You got to wrap up. But throwing your arm like this out, it, it's it's dangerous. I don't know what his exact injury is, but this is exactly how you see like dislocations of the shoulders and 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 pulled muscles and things like that because you're at a standstill. Now you're coming against a 200 something pound running back, um, running almost full speed, and now she's going against that arm that's going to try to grab him. You know how bad that's, that can rip apart your shoulder. He gets trucked. You know, like what is this? What is this? What is this? I don't know. There's a reason the run even so bad, and I get part of it. Is that you know a couple things? The offense, the defensive line are small. They are double teaming on on the fr- front level a lot. They're getting a lot of traps and draws versus an aggressive penetrating front, which is going to hurt always. So it puts more emphasis on the linebackers who aren't great, and you have safeties who aren't great. I get it, but they're getting blown out of the water. It's not even close. Some of these plays, and these are the reasons why. I don't know what I, I I can't tell you what these guys are doing. Again, if this is a if this is a run stunt, he would get it there right away, and Q would loop around. I don't know why they both attack at the same level. Now their forces going against each other. <coughs> like, um, 28, 29, 32. <clears throat> Jets D end around. Okay. Play action, end around, lead blocker. And he runs for almost a touchdown to the seven yard line. But like, and just in terms of some of these guys, again, now there's a lot of, now there's a lot. And I, and I like this little, like this, um, he looks like he's going to be like a sifter and then he breaks back out to, to lead on the block. I like, I like that little design by the bills right there, but you have a, a play action. 
you have the pull with all those movement, just, just faking out the defense or really like all, all that on this, on this, on this, um, on this end around, but you need to have some awareness, you know, from, from two, from two guys, mainly this is on Gerard Wilson and Bryce Hall. And Bryce Hall had a couple of, of, of lapses this game. I know people try to look to, to defend their best players and all that stuff. Um, Hall started off really hot the last couple of weeks. I haven't been as impressed. And that's why I think he's a number two type guy, but yeah, it looks like you have, a, you, have, you have a man, man, man. Now you think Jared Wilson, okay, he cracked this guy. Maybe there's a run coming this way because typically you don't crack a guy unless the run's coming this way. So yeah, it, it's your man. Maybe, he, maybe he's, maybe he's going to chip and release. Okay, that's fine. But what should you also do? Maybe check the backfield. Maybe you want to do that because he, this one guy block, cracking the, uh, whoever, whoever that is at the end, uh, 54, which is Blair. Thirteen is Gabe Davis, right? Gabe Davis cracking that one guy took two guys out of the play, one and two, because Wilson's eyes were so bad there. He just he just followed the entire way, follow it, follow it, follow it. Oh shit! And same thing with 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 Bryce Hall right here. Maybe not as 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 bad, but you have him just seeing what's happening, crack crack. You know, you think you think Bryce Hall will be like, okay, well he's looking like he's on a block right here. So even if you think he's going to chip and release or, or, or delay and release across the field or something like that, okay, fine. Get on him and check the backfield. And now you see this with this guy coming out, with this guy coming across the field, you think, oh, shit, it's probably an end around. But he doesn't realize it as he's, until he's crossing his face in the backfield. And now you have two guys who, were, who could have contained this, well, maybe just one. Hall could have got outside, take down the outside shoulder, make a cut back inside, then hopefully Delshawn Phillips or Mosley gets over the top. <laughs> to the inside <clears throat> to uh to get back on that play but the only two guys who can really make an impact again if he shot up field aggressively he can make him bow outside now he now he comes up the field makes him cut back inside and now, now you have guys who can rally and make the tackle but you have two guys who don't affect the play at all now you have guys with all leverage on the inside backers like the worst the, these these couple plays of the defense are brutal brutal okay Let's move on. Jets versus a jet sweep. Movement. Stuff that's not a basic inside zone. They're gonna go play it. I don't think so. Jet sweep. Same thing. And this is again again, like Bryce Hall is is a little bit lost right now. Because again, you're in man, you're in man coverage on on he's, he's in man coverage on Davis. And you have Mosley, who to me, I think he looks injured, to be honest, because he looks he looks slower than he did at the beginning of the year. Mosley looked faster than at the beginning of the year, but he looks like he's running quicksand. And that's not who he is. So you you have a couple things. You have Mosley looking slow. You have Wilson who realizes it and and should feel that blocker, see that blocker, and he needs you to get, fight get over the top, get underneath, or blow him up. He kind of just does nothing and just lets himself be blocked, just kind of patty cakes. Patty cakes into him. But people say he had a good game, a good game because he had a sack. Because that's why I'm sure I'm sure PFF gave him a good grade because he had a sack, but they don't consider this stuff. So he lets himself get blocked. Mosley looks slow. And you have you have um you have Bryce Hall who should see it, see he's going to block and say, okay, there's a lot of action out here. Find who has the ball and maybe get outside and and again. 
pinch run back inside. But he basically takes himself out of the play too. He's so late on recognizing that. So you have two guys who are blocked by one guy. Again, because their eyes are bad. Their awareness is bad. Again, what is Bryce Hall doing? Man. Uh, five on plays of the defense. Wilson deep D line. Okay. Fire zone, bl- fire zone blitz. You have four or five guys blitzing. Nah, not really. Nonetheless, with <clears throat> again, I'm gonna skip over some of the stupid stuff. But re- looks like you have a four on the top, so they're gonna they're gonna double anything from the one, and le- unless like the one of these, if 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 he was to break on a seam and he was to break vertically or whatever, maybe if the two was to break vertically, Wilson would most likely have this again. Can't guarantee what it is, at least not by watching it twice now that I've watched it. Um, but once he stays in a block, his eyes go to go to the receiver, stays in the block, eyes go to the receiver. So now this is doubled, right? But what do you have to do? If you're doubling it, you have to, you, you have to play it. Like his eyes are still inside now. His eyes are still inside. Now he's passing him. Now it's, oh shit, I should turn and run with him as he's passing you. Why not? Why not? Either either one, get right, you know, drop down on him and make it really hard for him to cut inside of you and get hands on and truly like just be aggressive with your double or weave, get over the top of it and play heavy inside, but over the top. You cannot let him get inside and over the top when you're inside and over the top. Like it's just, it's like almost lazy. Like what are, what are we doing here? Now you're going to try to double him as at, or, or, or get on the route as he's, you know, Three yards horizontally away from you, and 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 only two and and only two yards in terms of vertical relationship. Now you turn and run, turns and runs. Now he's inside because Hall expected him to be inside and help him. So Hall plays heavy outside. It's not Hall's fault. It's a hundred percent on Jared Wilson. Look how bad he's beat. He's falling over himself because he broke way too late. Like what are you doing? This is this is your assignment. At this point, take him. And if he, if he breaks outside, okay, yeah, he would drop off maybe, whatever. But you have to be disciplined and know that it, corner post, just just the outside stem, then a post, you, you seem, whatever, you have to double this. Hall's expecting you to be there. Oh, shit. Deep ball, catch, and he falls, so they didn't keep me for a touchdown. That's three plays in a row that are terrible by Wilson. Bad by Hall, bad by a lot of people. Like, you're going to see him checking the, the tight end. Tight end says, says a block. Where his eyes go? Outside. Back onto the quarterback. Okay. I get that. But <clears throat> Hall's expecting you to help. Way too late. Terrible. 
Ugh, God. Jets D versus Toss. Okay, let's watch another terrible defensive play. Crack toss to the to the weak side. Crack, crack, work up to the second level to block the, the, the mic. And you have two guys pulling to, to, to clean up anything else. Touchdown. Again, Jared Davis, dude. Like he's he's either gotta be he's either gotta be really confident in himself that he can undershoot this and get on this or blow it up, get over the top. But like, don't just take yourself out of the play. Takes himself out of the play. You have Ashton Davis, who, yeah, you want to maintain outside leverage because you want you want to hit to force a run back inside, but you also don't want to get trucked. He's trucked. Jared Davis just took himself out of the play. CJ Mosley, who's getting across the field again, has to notice, okay, outside run, guy working up to me. I gotta get over the top of this. Got to get over the top of this. Unless, unless again, he was taking a bad angle and you can undershoot it and you have faith in yourself. Okay. But you don't want to just let yourself get blocked. Like, what is this hesitation for? He gets blocked, trucked, out of play. Bryce Hall, again, takes himself out of play. Like, really bad play in the jet sweep. Really bad play in the end round. Really bad play in the toss from Bryce Hall and run defense. It's, a, it's an important part, but again... Yes, you want to maintain outside leverage. But at the same time, you have to read the running back. You have to read the relationship. You have to read where he might cut. So, yeah, while you want to stay outside, you want to also, if he cuts back inside, give yourself a chance to make the play. And he just gets too far down, down, downhill. So, again, one blocker takes out two guys for no reason. Bryce Hall took myself out of the play. What are you doing? Over the top. Stay, stay right here. Shuffle. You have outside leverage, but stay high. So if he breaks inside, you can get on it. And if he gets outside, you're, you're, such, you're such heavy outside leverage. You're so pretty much just running out of bounds. And he's there. I'm not going to play him on Phillips. So it's a hard play for Phillips to make. But like, dude. Next, um, 40, 52. Okay. Three more plays of the defense. The bad from the defense. Let's watch this one. They just run duo and this action from the fullback is just confusing the, 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 the defense, which is just going to kind of, or not, so not, is it? No, it's one back power. So they run one back power. And this is like a, like a, like not a, uh, what I'm looking for. I'm going to forget the term right now. This him working opposite. There's a, there's a term for this on this block. I, I just figured it's called top of my head. Um, but again, a lot of movement to the left. Going to, going to hold the defense a little bit. You have the, uh, you have the pull. By the left guard, quick penetration right there from um, from uh, Rankins takes up two guys. So good job by Rankins trying to blow that up. But again, Mosley gets downhill, but you're running back. The other running back to the four yard line with a lot of space. You have to be aggressive. You have to. Same thing with Davis or, or with is that Wilson again? Yeah, Wilson, dude, he's blocking out. He's blocked. 
if you're reading the backfield, which he is, he's going to the side. You got to shoot. You got to be aggressive. Mostly same thing. Like I like his eyes in terms of, Oh no, he's going backside, but you got to be aggressive. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And he just, he, and he just hesitates. You can't have hesitation on the goal line. Gets the hit, but he, he drives in for the touchdown because why? Because, because they, 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 they waited. Got to shoot this. Two more plays. <coughs> um, knees been beat deep. Okay, and this is this is. I was gonna bring this. Um, bring this up too. I'll, I'll, I forget the time of the game. I think there's like six minutes left or something like that, and the Bills are up like big and are kicking deep shots. Like, okay, this is the time where I'm talking about the Jets being soft. I don't think it's necessarily lack of effort, but like, dude, like get a late hit, get a penalty, something like that. But like you should feel disrespected to be getting deep shots thrown on you up 30 points in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter too. Like not even 15 minutes left in the fourth quarter. But again, cover three deep third guy running right towards you. You should probably match that. But, and, and while, well, while he, while he tries to, he opens up full bore 10 yards, nine and a half yards before he's to him. So now if he's, if this is an over route or a poster, he's supposed to be reading you. Um, I think anybody, anybody who's not, oh, not crazy, any, okay, not an okay, okay, any bad wide receiver who reads this relationship. And it's, it's, he's not reading it. It's just, it's just like a deep, it's just like a, what the fuck? Okay. Um, this just, um, just lost my track of thought now. Um, is it? Yeah, deep over post. It's like a, it's like a, it's a post. I think he just, he just takes it a little flat just to get it open. So, again, if this is a post, deep over, whatever it may be, this relationship, you're, you're gonna lose every time. Not that, you're, not, not that you're just Stefan Diggs, but again, what do you have to do? We get, you got to start weaving. You, you, you can't, you can't play this opening your hips up because you're completely guessing. And if he's, and if you're wrong in your guess, you're fucked, you know, like get a backpedal. There's no reason there's, and I'm, I'm fine with him. I'm, I'm fine with him trying to get to this side because yeah, maybe he's running it out, you know, or a corner, whatever it may be, but there's a thing called weaving and it's basically backpedal, but moving sideways. So get your eyes on him, weave and, and, and read it. But he, he just completely commits to the, to the outside Crosses his face. Why is he opening up so early? Respect the speed. I get it, but geez. Cuts wide open. Catch. You know? Um, and I'm not sure why I recorded this. Yeah, I'm not sure why I recorded that. But this, and the point that it, it, with me saying why you're taking deep shots right now. Sorry, there's eight minutes and six seconds left. It's first and ten on the 43 yard line, and they're and they're taking deep shots up 28 points. Like, feel disrespected. Like, get mad. You know, I don't think it's a lack of everything, but but I, I excuse my French, but I think they're being a bunch of bitches right now.
All right, moving on. Fifty-three. Jets Rondy. Um, another sweep. And the, this is the feel thing. Like, it should already tip you off a little bit. Like, if he's letting you inside like this, it's either an outside run, or maybe it's a it's a it's a play action. But you have to assess from from Blair right here, and it's a jet sweep. So you have your eyes inside. You should be you should be reading you should be reading this. You should be reading the snap now. You see this action across. You see this action, this jet action. Contain that. That's that's your job. Get upfield. Cut it off. It's easier said, said than done, but. It's his job for, well, in this play, there's obviously plays where maybe he pinches inside and it's been taste over the top or whatever it may be. Um, but no awareness. Look at the backfield. Oh, shit, he's crossed my face at the last second tries to grab him. Doesn't do anything. Took himself out of the play. The rest of it's not that bad. He's outside. He's racing to get outside. You know, Neesman fills. Okay, like that's that's all fine to contain, but I don't know. Um, moving on from the defense. Actually, give me a second. All right, moving on. I've had to drink my coffee for a while, and uh, <clears throat> it got too cold. All right. Um, um, good. Did the bad? Did the oh, sorry, the good. Um, number three. There, and there was really only like, really one. I got. I don't know. My number three, who played two snaps. I forget. Yeah, maybe two, maybe one, maybe three. Last game. I don't know what it is. I can tell you that Isaiah Dunn has played four snaps this season, and four snaps this season is a one really good pass deflection, and another pass deflection this game. And he deserved the third side of the game for one pass deflection. Okay. That's what I did. He's right here. Leads to a pick by Neesman. Good, good pick by Neesman. But um, what happens is this is cover three and he has no vertical threats. So he's just, he's, he's kind of squeezed down a little bit. And if the tight end moves, he'll match immediately. Um, but there's no real threat. He, he drives across the field. He sees this play action. So yeah, there's nothing here for him, but he wants to assist if anything's going to come across the field quickly or not quickly, but if anything gets into his zone across the field, longer developing. So you're going to see him check the play action. Nope. It's not there. Now what does he do? Now he gains depth eyes, eyes to check if anything, if anything's going to, to his side of the field. Sees it, sees that there might be a crosser. Gets vertical. Gets vertical. Checks the quarterback. Gets vertical. You're gonna see his eyes. Eyes watching it, watching it, watching it. Checks back to the quarterback. Sees he's just throwing it. Track the ball. Get underneath of it. 
you wish you could have picked that. It, it, it went through his hands, but it's a pass deflection pick. Like, look how good this is. Yes, he squeezed down because, again, because of the formation. Bites on the run a little bit, which is fine. But now his eyes are perfect. Get that depth. Get that depth. Check it. Check it. Back to the quarterback. Near pick. Great play by Dunn. Give him some more playing time. He's, he's proved two, two PDs in, in two plays or out of four plays is pretty good. You know, and I like Dunn. <laughs> um, second side of the game, um, Elijah Moore. Um, three receptions, 44 yards, one touchdown. Uh, I have three plays of him. You know, not a world beater, but there really weren't – there wasn't much to take away from this game positively. Um, more pass interference. Go over this quickly. He's not bottom right here. Um, I, there's just a, I want to see him run this route a little bit better. And, the, the yeah, it's a, it, it is a PI because at this point he – pushes away but a few things about this um he uses like that like that split that gather step right there which again just get your feet under you um some people don't like love that it's like a false step you know whatever they want to whatever they want to call it when it's when guys are off like an off coverage i get that but when they're when they're tight like this it can kind of throw off the timing where you expect that that first step to be to you and when it when you backs up a little bit it kind of throws off the timing so Split gather steps are, aren't bad depending on when they're used. <clears throat> um, and press coverage are okay to me. So split gather to a get even head fake outs uh, inside. So I'm, I'm I don't love the release because I would like to see this this the second or sorry let me see the one two the third step be a little bit more aggressive right here. Like it's it's a little bit too shallow and it's not it's not you're not really pressing up too much into them. So I want to be honestly that'd be a little bit more aggressive. The first two I'm okay with. I don't love this because it's not it's not really threatening him. Good job staying square. Now with that being said, even with that route, he could have won. Now what he needed to do was again in tight press coverage when you're not really faking that a lot. What do you and and if you even going to win that race to the outside, what do you have to do and what do you have to expect? Well, one, it's a vertical route. So if anything, you want to you want to say tight to the bottom of the numbers. And if he's gonna, if it's a fade, you want to give yourself room to the sideline. So you got to keep this tight. One, and two, with that with you keeping it tight, you have to expect like that containment, um, that outside punch from the from the corner. So you know this punch is coming if you if you beat him to the outside. So you have to defeat that. You have to punch through it. You have to chop it. You have to you have to wipe it. You have to do something. Usually not. You don't really wipe a punch like that. You typically you chop it. So you, I, I want to see, I want to see a little more aggressive with this step, and then with that you want to be one, and then it come right across his face, get skinny across his face, chop this outside arm, and then let him. If he's if he's going to try to match you vertically or or uh, stay like hip to hip with you, then you, and it is a fade. You give yourself the sideline. So he doesn't chop. He doesn't defeat that arm. Not cleanly, and then he bows it. You see how he gets outside of really far. You see he's bottom, bottom of the numbers, to all the way to almost the sideline. There's not enough room now for for him to win this, and that's why it's a push off. Needs a better release than that. Push off tries to get it, but if again, if if this was more threatening, and then he followed through with it with a chop. We'll see. Try to wipe it, but don't love that. That could definitely have been cleaner for more. But overall, his route running has still been good. But I, again, I'll, I'll fairly criticize what I say. It's just 
<coughs> it is what it is. Um, uh, 55, 56. More catch. I right here. So when Flacco came in, Flacco has something with with the young young receivers and just throwing vertical balls, something they can catch. I, I you know. I'm not recap- recapping like any of Flacco because I know people don't don't care. It's almost like a split into a gather. It splits it back or or like hops. It's almost like a it's almost like a split hop. It's kind of a m- mixture of both. Again, don't love it because he's not really threatening. I, I want to see a little bit. I want to see maybe be a little more forceful. And this is the one thing I did question of Ole Miss is in terms of he was working a lot into open space and he did not see a lot of press coverage. So I I, I think he's he's not taking advantage of of space as he should. Like he needs to threaten a little bit more because this is not overly threatening. Guys can really stay square on that because you're you're not threatening to the inside. Like that's not doing much of anything. So I don't love the release, but speed to get outside. Gets outside of him. I can't, it almost looks like he tried to kind of like pulls that inside arm through as he punches. Let me see. Maybe that's on purpose. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just his stride. Nonetheless, gets outside, good speed. Is just able to stack him because of speed again, not because of release, but this is just his raw speed. Gets over the top, and then we're going to see the catch right here. Again, over the top. Now, again, <clears throat> don't fade to the ball early because if you fade to the ball early, then guess what's going to happen? He's going to react. So you want to maintain your line. You want to obviously find the find the ball, look high to low, and then you want to attack the ball late because attacking the ball late get, gives him obviously the least time to react to, to, to the to the catch point. So find it, really react late, hands catch. And then we now, now what do you want to do? You don't want to just fall on your back because now the ball is not protected. You want to pull the ball down and away while you're turning your body to one, both protect the, the ball from the fall and the ball from the receiver or from the, from the corner. So again, good job attacking it late, good tracking, good catch. Now pull it down quickly, quick. You can see how he's really assert, like not assertive, but deliberate with that pull down. And turn the ball away from the uh, the defender. Now he, he even did like a spinning catch where he didn't even he even ha- he didn't fall on the ground. So typically you see you guys um, turn onto their sides to, to not let the ball pop out, but he actually just turns the ball completely away from the defender and actually gets another step or two when they get up the field. So it's nice. Um, Fifty six. The next uh, his touchdown. The same drive. More TD. Um, he is right here. The most common stick concept. Good contact balance. So you're going to have, you're going to have the, the inside, like sit the outside out and then the vertical really, really common. He sits it down, catches the ball, and this is just this is kind of natural. I can't tell if he a thousand percent sees him because it, unless he sees peripheral, 
but he just, it, it's either one, he sees him taking outside angle or two, just based on this move, he knows that the, the corners are taking outside angle. Because if you look at this, the whole motion of his body right here, that little fake makes the corner things didn't run outside. So he goes outside. It could be a combination of both. Maybe it's just one breaks it inside contact balance. Running for a touchdown again. Maybe he saw him, or maybe he just knew. In my mind, he knew he had off coverage. Inside, you have inside versus outside. So where's your? This is this is what I think. Like this is all quick processing on more and just natural feel of the game. This is what I personally think. You know, take it for what, what for what you will. If you trust me at this point, I hope you do. If you're still watching. If you're watching me, um, you'd think inside or outside versus inside. He's even taking an outside angle to you. So for him to catch the ball, catch the ball and fake outside, he's already going from inside outside. So now that's just going to continue his path outside. And then he gets inside. That's what I think. Knowing he's coming from inside out, fake outside, he's just going to keep going where, where he is. You don't want to fake inside where he's already inside because he's not going to fall for it. See what I'm saying? Gets inside again, turns the field, touchdown. Like it. Um, moving on. Um, number one start of the game. After that, I don't really have a lot of plays to be honest. Let me see. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah not a lot really after the studs and duds. Um, <clears throat> Michael Carter is my first start of the game. You'd think not, but 16 rushes, or you'd think not just based on stats. 16 rushes, 39 yards, one touchdown, four receptions, 43 yards. I have um, seven plays of him, so nothing crazy. Let's go to the first one. Carter run. Again, just just we'll, we'll run through him pretty quick. Get it? Run through him pretty quickly. Um, inside zone, inside mid zone. Reads here, outside leverage. So he's not going to cut it outside. He's not going to bounce it outside. Keep pressing. Now we're going to read Read the B gap, read the A B gap, outside leverage, outside leverage. Where's Nick Carter back? Obviously, if he's if if he's stuck inside a little bit, he could still cut it through, through through this gap. But the fact that he's widening, now he's gonna cut the run back, bend the run back. Again, can't cut here. This is this is all happening while he's taking the handoff at the mesh point. Nope, not hitting that. Drop his weight, turn his inside foot, get inside, get vertical. Now, what does he see? Klein filling. And he has um, some peripheral vision of him working over the top. Cuts around back. Like one read, two read, three read, four read. He reads four guys. One, two, three. Sees this. Sees him working inside. Drops his weight. Cuts inside of that too. Correct the ball. Two arms. Three guys, you're getting tackled by three guys, lower your helmet, crack the ball, turn forward some, for some extra yards. Like, look how quick that happened. Look what he did. One, two, three, four, bang. Not a big run, but really impressive. Really impressive. 16, 18. Um, outside zone. Nothing, nothing crazy here. Um, 
but you have outside you have outside zones. Uh, and this isn't really a split. It's just a, it's just a jet a, a, a jet motion just to hold the linebackers. Hopefully, but again, now he hits the ball. He's gonna he's gonna stretch us out. Who do you see outside? He's 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 maintaining the edge, so he's gonna keep um, pressing it, maintaining his line while reading outside zone a little bit longer developing. And what is he gonna see? Outside versus inside. Keep working up the field. Now where does Ozzy go? Second level. Sorry, if you hear that, whatever. Um, second level. Now we see his block inside or outside versus inside. Another block. Just follow it. But as he's hitting the hole, ninety-nine gets over the top of um, of McGovern. Yeah, McGovern. Not not the easiest task to get to, to to seal him inside right there. He gets over the top of McGovern, and he just has like I don't know if it's peripheral vision. He sees this. Like he's cutting up the field right here, and maybe he sees. I think he sees a little bit of white right here. But you're seeing stiff arm that. Like there's guy, there's plenty of running backs in the league who could get tackled by this guy with one arm, like Foley's and thing that uh, 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 those type of players of this world make that tackle. And 99 even could too, which is Phillips, right? I think it's Phillips. Could be wrong. Um, but he just sees that, and you're gonna see him throw his arm out right here and stiff arm him. Stiff arm him down. Maintain your balance. <laughs> Jump over the arms. Keep your feet clean. Gain an extra one, two, like three, four yards. You know, like just impressive. It's just you just he's a really natural runner. Um, eighteen thirty-five. Carter run. Okay, let's watch again. All right. Mid outside zone again with the, with the jet and orbit motion again just holding the linebackers. Oh, that's that that works as a sift, but still holding the linebackers. And again, you're gonna see the linebackers bite on this. He follows because he's in man coverage on one of these guys. Klein follows too. Takes those two guys to the play. Good design. And again, making these reads outside. He's maintaining outside. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting kicked to the outside or driven to the outside. No, he's not going to go outside. Now his, now his eyes are going to go to 91 and 91 is outside of this block. That's not, that's not um, committed yet of this blocker. Who's not committed yet. So you're going to see him kind of just evaluate let it set up and again. This is really good patience. Drop his weight, and his when he drops his weight like this, you have um, the the ball lineman who's looking into the backfield, who's outside leverage right now. See him break down on the inside, and now he's gonna try to get inside or kind of just hold him up a little bit to get. And now he gets to the outside, so he sets he sets himself up right here really well to get outside of him. And again, it's only subtle, but if he were, if he were to just run and hit this gap. It's not there because 91 is going to continue to, to get outside and to tackle. And he could cut inside right here, but there's a, there's, a little bit of, there's a little bit of traffic in here. So him, again, just being patient, evaluating, breaking down, 
bursts to the outside, gets himself outside, gets himself outside of 91. You know, breaks that tackle and gets up the field for an extra, you know, three, four yards. Where if he just hit this right there, if he just hit this right there, it's probably a, a no gain. You know, but he gains, again, three, four yards because of that. Good run. Um, 35. Carter Angle. He's just run an angle route. Versus Klein, who's in man coverage. Again, good route. Really good route. And then the yak is obviously good, too. And the good thing about this route is breaks outside. And what does he never do? Never looks inside. So guys, are whether he's looking high or, or low, where is, where is Carter showing he's going right now? To the outside. So patience, the route. Don't show him you're going to the inside. Don't look to the inside. And the, the, the other thing he does, too, is while he's running outside, it's, a, it's the little things of the route running. You see how he shortens his stride? Shorten stride, shorten stride, shorten stride. Hard plant. Instep, burst off an instep inside. But again, if you if you were to elongate right here, he would you, it would be a lot harder of a break inside. And if he looked inside and started to peek at this linebacker, this linebacker's gonna slow up a little bit and not guess outside. Linebacker's guessing outside because his eyes and his hips are outside. Breakdown, boom, inside. And what do you do too? As he's working past them, punch through that. Don't let him get to that contact point in the chest. Work through it, track the ball, hands catch, turn up field. Again, always light on that near foot. He always pulls it away. Pull it away, maintain his balance, and just work up the field. Watch again at full speed, but really good route. Good, good yak after the route, too. Watch again. Carter's a player, for sure. Um, he's the best player on offense right now with ABT. It's it's him, ABT, and Corey Davis. Eh, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. So you have, you have some young pieces moving forward. Like they have some pieces on offense. Um, I think next year you get a tight end, you get a right guard. You know, I, I think McGovern's been okay this year. You know, you get you get Beckton back. Hopefully, you bring Moses and Fant back again. I think I think you get a tight end, a right guard. Considering the team right now, they all they all kind of stay, and then you address defense heavily. This could be a much better team. They need better coaching too. You know, but um, forty-one, uh, three more plays of him. Here, obviously, the running back. Another inside mid zone. Jet action again, just to hold the linebackers. This is really subtle. That's this is all I'm going to talk about. Mid mid outside zone, and what is he? What is he reading? Outside, him widening. So he's going to cut inside, right? Like with this look, you're going to cut inside. Combo right here. You're not going anywhere, but it, but inside. So you just have to. He's gonna have to um, kind of uh, bend the run up. And 94 clears himself. Again, kind of hard with him backdooring for them to pass this guy off, especially with 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 uh, Milano right here, kind of pressing down. So not the easiest situation to pass this off, but it's gonna happen. 94 makes a good play, and um, you're gonna see Carter just quickly adjust, and you're gonna see him just get over top of that hand and kind of wipe it down. Kind of chop, almost like a chop, like he kind of chops over it and just gets forward for another couple couple of the yards. Again, it's so little, but like this, this the, the mindfulness of reading and just seeing that hand and controlling that hand and, and chopping it down again, which could have turned into a 
a two or three yard loss, he, he gets an extra three, four, five, six, seven, let's say seven yards. Looks simple, but it's, it's, it's good running back stuff. 4650. Okay. Carter effort. All right. He, this is like a, this is like a, a screen pass. Screen, catch, again. <laughs> He's hard to bring down, man. Again, but you don't want running back being too tall, right? Because obviously it affects their center of gravity. So catches the ball. What do you see? Inside versus outside. Get outside. Okay. Get outside. Low center of gravity. Him being low, hard to tackle for taller guys. Slips underneath that hand. Um. Slips underneath that hand. Another DB linebacker's coming. Sees it. Protects the ball. Two hands. Lowers his shoulder. Got it. Low man wins. Who's lower here? He is. Pops that shoulder up. Maintains his balance. And now he gains another one, two, three, four yards. Simple as that. Effort. How many, how many running backs, you know, let's just call it what it is. Le'Veon Bell last year catches his ball. He gets to the outside. He sees all this. He's just running out of bounds. Not Michael Carter. Hell of a run. TD. One back power. Pretty simple. This is just it's it's good blocking too, to be honest. You have the um you have the you have the combo between the gray card and the right tackle to the thick backer to the backside. Why? Because um this linebacker is gonna be taken care of on a crack. The play side backer. So combo, good job to the backside backer. He tries to undercut it, takes himself out of the play. As long as GBR gets a hand on, he gets a hand on. You have uh, ABT who pulls. Good job taking outside versus uh, or uh, outside versus inside shoulder. Want to maintain that uh, that inside versus outside relationship for him. Don't want him to get inside of this. That's where the run's designed to go. So they get their hands on. You have Griffin who does a good job with that punch step, punch step inside, hands on. He blew up. A, he, he had a bad block later in the game, but that's a good block from him. Good block by these guys. Good block by ABT. Carter follows his blocks. You have Smith, who, who doesn't completely finish his block, but now you, now you have Carter versus DB um, in the open in the open field, kind of the open field. Puts his head down. Low man wins. Tell me who's lower. Gets underneath of him. Drive his feet. Drive his feet. Drive his feet. Drive his feet. Touchdown. Good job. Moving on from him. Um, do the rest of the guys pretty quickly. Good from the offense. Other than that, I put um, Davis, Corey Davis. He had a fumble. He's again, being, he's been hit with some of those big mistakes. Overall, though, five receptions, 90, 93 yards. You know, you give him a thumbs up, but still, you got the, the fumble was brutal. So he's like more okay, but it is what it is. Um, speed out right here from Davis, bottom of screen.
again, just look at the speed of the route, like the pacing fast, 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 fast. Like it's all, it's all the same speed. So he's a good job, like not slowing down before the break. Um, but now you can see when he's going, when this route's, uh, when he's like coming to the break, you're gonna see a little bit longer strides, longer strides, longer strides as he's coming to that break point. Yeah. His shoulders raise a little bit, which would be a tip off for the, for the receiver, but you can see shorter strides now. See the, the stride shorten just a little bit between, between the dry phase, a little bit longer steps. So a little bit longer. Like look at that stride first. Okay. Coming to the break point. Now look at the steps. So there's a little bit shorter. Break step. So good job. Short, you want to shorten the stride. You want to, you want to show like you're running, you know, that, that hundred percent speed by really running 90 and shorten your stride because again, shorten your strides, running slower is conducive to better breaks. Break, drive, line, get outside. Good pacing, good break. For again, you have to consider he's not five eight, five nine. He is six three, and that's a good that's a good speed out for him. Yeah, you want to win that race to the outside. Hands catch, tuck it, feet and bounds. Good job. Okay, moving on from him. Um, Ty Johnson, I you know. Okay, he's he's okay this game. Um, five receptions, thirty-six yards. The running didn't do too much. Coleman, I put in here too. Four rushes, twenty-nine yards. Nothing really like, worth highlighting. Highlighting, but overall, so I give him a thumbs up. Um, Flacco, three for three, forty-seven yards, and one touchdown. Okay, good game on three throws. ABT, I said play okay. He did have a hold and a hit allowed. I put four plays in from him here. Um, let's see. ABT block. This is just the first play of the game. So he's, they're just running like this. Um, this was like a swing screen. You like a, like a swing screen. To, uh, to Johnson. Um, and ABT just blocking back to the three tech right here and just watch this block. That's, that's all, that's all, that's all you're watching right now. Nothing else but ABT. That's it. Again, so sorry, he's, he's blocking back. Um, and so is, and so is uh, the center. So initially this was going to be his assignment and he was going to double team it with, with uh, McGovern. But now this, this late press of the line of scrimmage, he knows that now that's his guy, picks him up, hands on, drive him, drive him, drive him, throw him to the ground. That's the first play of the game or minus again, the, the, the hold on special teams. But again, Adjust to it, see it, hands on, helmet right in his chest, and just drive him to the turf. Good job. Um, 19, 21, 42. 19, 21, 42. ABT block. Okay. Got a left guard right here. And you've seen this from them run this multiple times, like this vertical and this and the um and the seam, the stretch, the, the, the vertical stretch concept. So all the time underneath, quick pressure. Sir White recognizes that pressure, sees it, and he knows to get rid of the ball now. Throws the ball up to to um 
I'll give him. I'll I'll give White the benefit of the doubt and saying saying he he saw the linebacker getting flat right here on this snag and then saw this open outside driving down open space. He hits it great, um, but it's not possible without ABT. Not possible. So watch ABT again. You have multiple guys coming. You have four versus t- two, or sorry, four versus three. Doesn't get sucked inside this guy. Okay, McGovern's sliding with me. That's not my res- that's not my responsibility. So now you have three versus two. He's gonna get outside. So now you have one versus two with ABT because he's outside. He's inside. Now you have two guys. ABT recognizes that. Gets hands on the 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 backer. Doesn't overly commit to it because he knows he has another guy um, rushing here. He doesn't know he's gonna go inside or outside but he's not going to overly commit to this and kind of read it hands on use him as a push off point season coming inside or, or, you know, knows there's open space inside right here. Push him outside. Cause if he's going outside right here now, now he, he, blo- he blocked up the B gap. So now he gets inside because what's the biggest threat to the quarterback, the inside, not the outside. So block the inside and push off point to drop his anchor. Or sorry to drop his post, post foot, kick foot, push off point, drop the post. Or sorry, he doesn't drop the post. He just gets back inside. It's it's more of a power step. So push off the power step, power step, hands on. And again, yeah, he's getting bull rushed back into the quarterback, but he just handled two guys by himself. When is the last time we've seen this shit? In the past, this is blitz the A gap and and the quarterback's destroyed. But ABT recognizes it, blocks two guys. Just hold him up long enough. Boom. Wide open pass to Griffin. Not possible without ABT. Um, ABT blown pass direction. Yeah, this looks like it was on him, to be honest. Just based on how these guys slide. Again, it looks like a situation um, where you had a full, you had, you, you had, you had, or you were, these guys were supposed to slide inside. You had McGovern. And ABT were supposed to slide inside because Fant steps down too. So it wouldn't make makes sense for Fant to step down and ABT to step outside. It's just this this does not work. So unless Fant blew it, that wouldn't make sense then because because then no no it's it's on it's on ABT because if if Fant were to step down, um, or no, if Fant was supposed to step out, step outside. If Fan was, that's what it doesn't say. If Fan was supposed to step outside right here and ABT was supposed to pick up 97, then McGovern would have also stepped this way too because then you have a two on two. So it doesn't make sense. So ABT blew this. Again, rookie, rookie mistake. He blew the coverage or the, 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 the assignment as an oh shit moment. Or no, he doesn't have an oh shit moment. Just nobody's on 91 on, on Oliver, right? Oliver's 91. But again, if he's supposed to be outside right here, he would have stepped here. So it was supposed to be three to two. And you had, you had um, stepping inside, stepping inside, and then him chipping and releasing or blocking, whatever, whatever the running backs don't even, I even look, he's blocking too. So now, now, now you, now you have all the inside guys handled. And if, and if he's the guy who's free, he's on the edge and you're supposed to obviously get rid of the ball quickly. If this many blisters. So ABT blows the assignment. He's supposed to pick up 91. He doesn't lets up a big hit on, um, on, on uh, Mike white. The ball pops up. They call it a fumble on the field, and it's not. But you're gonna you're gonna see McGovern or, or 
I didn't record long enough, but McGovern's pissed at ABT on that play. One more play at ABT. Um, hit allowed. Okay, right here. Um, th at this point, and I'll just be quick with this. At this point, I think that the Jets are told to punch with their outside versus inside guys. Like, I don't know. And I've said this on many, many times. If you've been watching all the reviews, which God bless you, because I'm sure you don't want to watch the whole Jets game, but maybe you, you just say, screw it, I'm going to watch a review anyway. Um, typically, you see guys in situations like this. Like, you have this, you have this like drag hand right here from, from McGovern. So now that this is holding him up, a lot of guys would just shoot with their near hand because you want to just get on him quickly because he's holding him up. He's engaged with him. He's, he's at his weakest point right now. Hitting him with your inside hand, punch with the inside, outside, just, just control the, the either, either underneath like the, 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 the chest, the rib cage is just kind of, just kind of grab him. Just, just quarter turners, just, just punch grab. And he punches with the inside hand and he kind of gets too flat and he gets clubbed and allows a hit. He, step, he, he tries to get too even right here. Just if, if, you know, if you know the assignment, you know he's going to drag hand that or check him, just punch immediately, jump him. No, no reason to get flat right there and try to, and try to punch with your inside hand. <coughs> so bad block by him. He's, he lets up a hit. I, you don't want that, obviously. Ball is completed, though, but nonetheless, it's much more um, difficult than it had to be. Okay, moving on. Um, Crowder, I said uh, three receptions, 20 yards. We actually played well. I have three plays from him, 48, 49, 50. Again. Um, right here. Again, he's running over route, and just I'll be really quick with this one. Um, again, you don't want you don't want to if you're running that over route, and this guy's off coverage like this. You don't want to just keep bending it inside because he's just going to play and get over top of it. You you want to you want to get inside of him obviously, but you don't want to like, get over top of it. So you want to like, take some of those stair steps, get vertical, and then break inside. So you got to play angles a little bit. You got to play leverage, but you, you you can't just run the route to run the route. It, you got to you have to be kind of like not decisive, but you have to be, uh, I can't think of a better word, but like smart with it. So again, if he just broke inside, he's just gonna be over top of it. So what does he do? Notices that. <clears throat> Takes it vertical for one, two steps, get physical, break off of that. Now he's open. Just a little open, but he, he created, the, he completely created his separation right there. Really good job getting physical. One, two, like two stair steps, boom. Shove, get open. Does it? You know that's what Crowder does. Crowder force hold. Okay, again right here. Slot to the left. Again, Mike White gets tackled at the line of scrimmage-ish, but Crowder running a route versus man coverage, inside leverage. You see him come off with that hop step, hop step, foot fire. Or, or short, eh, more of a foot fire than a short stride. It, it, it's people call them the same thing, but short stride you're actually moving a little bit. Foot fire is kind of stationary, so it, more of a short stride actually. So, hop step, one to the same foot, 
Short try to the outside. Head fake to the outside. One, two, three, four. Bang outside. Club. But again, with all this movement and him getting on the toes with the short trotting and then pair with the, the head fake outside, what does the cornerback do? Cornerback's weight shifts from, from moving to the inside to shifting to the inside leg to get to the outside. And now he gets his face crossed. You're going to see him try to get to the outside right there because Crowder did, did a nice job getting on his toes. And with a head fake, and now his body's going outside. So the only thing to get him back inside is this inside arm. Grabs Crowder, hold because of the route. Route's good. Watch it. Good job forcing hold because it was a good route. Crowder, no catch. Again, I don't. I was, was I drinking? I think I was drinking in this game. And like I was watching this, I was so, so like done with the game at this point. But I don't know how this was not a catch, to be honest. Crowder right here. Just simply with this, he runs a, a deep a deep corner. So another sale, like a deep, deep sale concept, which with pressure and, and Mike White having to roll out like this, like I don't know if he's ever gonna hit this throw in his life, but or uh, like like designed. Well, like obviously based on the coverage, but playing super soft, nonetheless, he rolls out to his left. Crowder's open on the out route or in the corner. Right? Mike White hits him. Crowder. Because does a good job of keeping his feet in bounds. The ball is in his hand now. Right foot down. And you're going to see the left foot right there kind of tap. How is it not in bounds? And, and apparently the crowd of uh, Salah tried to <clears> – <throat> I like saw it, but again, I'm kind of like tabbed out at that point. Salah tried to throw, like, chat through the challenge flags, and the refs told him you're not going to win it. So then he picked it back up. But doesn't he have guys upstairs like watching the same stuff that we're watching and be like, no, no, he really looked like his foot is in bounds. It's worth a challenge at this point. But then he picked it up. Like, what is going on there? Again, rolls out. Man, really leaning out of that throw. He's going to be better with his, with his uh, mechanics on the run. But catch the ball, right? Ball secured, one foot down. And then unless this is the most unnatural movement of a foot I've ever seen, this, this, this foot hits the ground. So that's definitely in. You see how, you see how you watch this foot. You see how it's up right now and it comes down? Like for, for his foot to come down like this and then just immediately stop, it's really indicative that this foot hit the ground because your leg just doesn't stop like that for no reason. Like watch. Watch that movement from his, from his inside leg. Boom. Like your foot doesn't come back up like that unless it hit the ground. So one foot down, two feet down, two feet right there. It's down, but it wasn't challenged. What? I don't, I don't understand what happened there with the refs right. Tell him not to do it. Like do it. <laughs> like what? What is going on? Just like, dude, listen, I really got to get home. This game is a blowout. I got to make my kids dinner. Like, is that the conversation? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're probably right. Miscellaneous plays that were good from the offense. You got two. Michael Floor creativity, you know. We've seen this play multiple times now this year. Fake jet sweep. Pitch to the running back. Throw back to the quarterback. Over out that's not picked up because of all that movement. Wide open catch by Cole. But again, good job. Fake jet sweeps, fakes him out. Now you have the pitch. I go, oh, the, the fake jet sweep was to get the, to get the leverage on the pitch. 
runs outside again, fake block wide open. Good job. Teams are starting to catch on that. They're going to catch on that though, because we've done it quite a few times now. Just, just to know somebody's going to shut that down soon. Um, Karma govern block Barrios. Okay. So McGovern right here. Let's watch him first. Again, nose pressure's coming. What does he do? Same kind of thing. Nose pressure's coming. Nose the slide is there. Knows the 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 offensive line the 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 offensive line is uh, severely outnumbered to this side with no running back. This side has three versus three. This side has four versus three. Even though he kind of blocks the wrong side, it seems like it. But again. McGovern knows knows where the mismatch is. So if he has inside threat, he's going to try to get his hand on that too because if he slides outside, the A-gap is wide open <coughs> um, to his left. So he gets one hand on the linebacker just to control him enough because he knows, okay, I, I, I'm not going to completely shut down one of these guys. Mike White has to get the ball out with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys blitzing. I think one of them drops. But it's even six guys blitzing. So just get him on enough. Just let Mike White drop or Mike White hit the bottom of his drop and throw the ball. One hand, two hands. Slow him down just enough. Gets the ball out again to Barrios, which I want to see him even hit this a little bit quicker. Like he's waiting to see if anybody drops off, but just be a little more decisive and hit it. Hit it. Barrios gets a little bit of a hospital ball. Catch the thing you want to see with this ball too is a little bit quicker. And I get, it's kind of hard to say like, okay, the defensive line right there. So you don't want to put it too low because you want to get it deflected or picked. Um, but it's, it's a tough catch. Like ideally for in his situation, you want to see it low so you can attack the ball low and, and fall down, but not the easy. You see rip shots here a lot. Guys get blown up, but catches the ball, gets blown up, makes a catch. Good job by McGovern and good job by Barrios. Um, moving on good from the defense. Um, I put Carter the second, I put him in my studs at first. I watched a game. I thought he was, he was solid, like, but not great. Um, I have two plays of him. Carter, pass breakup. Okay. Um, he's right here. Man coverage on the slot. I don't necessarily love that he opens up like this. The only, the only way I could see – the only thing I could, I could say in terms of him opening up like this is maybe there was supposed to be a hole player here at, or like a wall, and it, if he was a break inside really quickly, then that would get picked up by the linebacker. So he's playing a little bit safe over the top. That's the only thing I could see. Um, in general, though, if he didn't have help inside or wasn't supposed to, then I don't love him opening up like that. Nonetheless, we don't really know. Um, but now with him running that over route, again, you don't want to, you don't want to get too, too flat because then if he takes it vertically, you're kind of screwed. So you just want to – play to the upfield shoulder and just take a nice safe angle over the top and just contain it. Because listen, sometimes you're going to get beat and, and you open up to the outside versus an inside route. Sometimes you're just going to get beat. Like it happens, but rally make the tackle. Don't play it. Don't play it kind of recklessly. So attacks the upfield shoulder, speed, speed, speed. Where's his eyes? Not on the quarterback, they're on the receiver, 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 receiver. How many times have we talked about this on the show in terms of guys looking back? He does the exact thing you're supposed to do. Work to the receiver. Deflection. And watching this this view again, upfield shoulder, upfield shoulder. Let me move this. Works to him, works to him. Never looks back at the ball. Never, not one time. And now, what does he do too? Now, the, the really this is this is something really small that I like. 
but he's not sure when the ball is coming. He's not sure about anything. What does he want to do? He wants to get this, this near um, arm over top of the inside arm because now if the receiver goes to go up for the ball with that inside arm, guess what the outside arm is – guess what Carter's arm is doing now? Now it's going to impede the progress. Now he's not going to be able to go up for the ball. Now he can feel when he's going up for it too, and now he can play it. So this is a multi-purpose tool right here in terms of him being able to feel when he's going up for the ball and, and not, let, allow, not allow him to go up for it. So good job with that. Now we now with that um, happening. Now he has that. Now he's on him. Now he finds the ball, finds it high. Left arm goes on, pulls the inside arm through. Left arm on, pulls the inside arm through. Pass deflection. Could not play that better. And tra- uh, when when he got beat a little bit inside, eyes the inside arm versus the inside arm of, of I think McKenzie like. Text that's that's teach tape stuff uh, stuff right there from from Carter. <coughs> um, more play of him. Oh, this is him getting beat. Um, he is right there. No, he's right here on a slot. Again, just gotta be disciplined. You're in, you're in coverage right here, and I know like crack box all the stuff. Like you, again, I'm saying like look inside and stuff like that. But you you want to stay on your block, but you you also at the same time um, want to maintain your coverage. And there's obviously a difference between guys going away, going towards you, action. Like if this was the situation where he was blocking down like this, and and um, Josh Allen was going out to this side, and there was action going out to this side, then yes, but this is just a split block. Like you got to maintain your coverage responsibility. Um, it's, it's a hard ask. Like it's, it's hard to do both, but, um, he gets beat here again, you know, with that, with that block into a route, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do. It's not, he gets beat deep, um, gets the pass deflection kind of, but then the ball is caught. He gets, he gets again, um, a PI too. So again, just stay over the top because this with them going opposite, the thing you have to key on, if he's blocking inside like this, you got to find if Knox has the ball. It's hard when it's all this quick. It really is. Knox doesn't have it. And he kind of gets faked out by, by Knox with that, with that, with that, uh, when he's sifting. Gets faked out by Knox, loses his assignment, works back to him. Again, good makeup speed. And now, good job. Again, getting on him and then tries to play through the ball, but he just, Gabe Davis slows down and ends up being a pass interference. Gets a pass deflection, would have been a PI anyway, and then Davis somehow catches it. Nonetheless, moving on. Um, uh, miscellaneous from the defense. Oh, Q to sack with uh, Shaq Lawson. Okay, hold on. Um, Q sack coverage. So the coverage is that's the one thing I did want to highlight with this. It's all pretty good. And just wa- like, just watch the coverage. These guys are all locked down. Right. So with that being said, um, Bryce on the bottom square, square, square. I don't want to see the hand drop. It's square, square, square opens up. But with him, it, it, there's a difference between him Getting inside and getting a shot, like it, it, it really depends on leverage. It really, it really is a play-to-play basis in terms of when you're supposed to open up and run and when you're supposed to shuffle and get hands on. Um, this one, he's playing outside hard and he opens up. Like It's harder to shuffle in here, but it is what it is. 
he um he's able to get on top of that route. Good job. You have Carter and off coverage. Off man. Again, patient, square. Look at his feet. Small steps, small steps. He commits inside. So does so does Carter. And then you have top right here. Um Giedry. Again, don't love the hand drop split that he does. He has to work on that a little bit. He's gonna, he does that a little bit too much more than other guys. But he is stay, still able to, again, stay square and stay over the top of it. He's sitting a little bit back on his heels, though, so he's not able to get a shuffle and he opens up immediately. Or he, he opens up as he stems inside. Again, if he were to be a little bit more shoulders over toes throughout that rep, maybe he could have got a shuffle and maybe he could have been a little bit tighter to it. But none, nonetheless, I'm nitpicking a lot because at the end of the day, locked, locked, locked. You know, and they get a sack. Um, you're going to see uh, it's a TT stump, but a little bit weird of a design of, the, of these guys both pressing inside right here, and then and then um, him lagging and getting back in uh, back over the top of Q. So Q wants to throw a rip. He wants to get across. He wants to cross his face to carry him inside to widen out the B gap. <clears throat> so he's going to rip, and then also. Um, hit the center to again work him off of, of 90 of, uh, of Sheldon Rankins. So rip. Um. Um. Rip. And now in this situation, like his his rip doesn't really like set set in like if anything like sometimes or sometimes you'll see you guys get really tight rip, and then that rip will carry them inside and then their near hand to the to the lineman that will kind of push the lineman off of of uh, of Rankins, but in this situation the rip doesn't really doesn't really set in, and now the left hand the inside hand we're supposed to rip is the closest arm to the to the center, so that arm is the arm to now engage. Catches the center in the armpit. Um, catches the center in the armpit. Obviously creates that, uh, creates that movement. Arm over strength to work through that because another offensive lineman gets his hand on him, works to the quarterback, gets the half sack and, and then Lawson does a good job too right here. Um, long arm, good timing. You see him short and stride to bend the corner. Short and stride, turn his hips to bend the quarter, hand on. Um, typically, you'd see him chop this, like chop or rip it. Um, does he rip it, actually? Stab. Oh, yeah, he does rip. Okay. So chop. Keep that, 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 keep him off of him, clear his hips, pass his level. And you throw the rip to, to, to uh, bend the corner. Sack. It's a coverage sack, but also a good job of them doing. It's not like the, it was really delayed by them. Is it that was a good combination of both the front and the back. Um, bad from the offense. Um, I've I have Fant on a holding. Or a sack. Or again, holding, and this is a sack. Right here. He's mad at himself after this play too, which I don't necessarily like him after this play because again, get your quarterback up. You just let up a sack. Like he's so pissed right here. Like I don't like, to be honest, like him getting mad at himself, I'm fine with, but then seeing your quarterback in a turf like this, looking at him and then just walking away and continuing to get mad. I don't like that. And he doesn't help him up. So again, he gets beat. 
So he's sliding to the left. And now that he sees this movement, you know, yes, his eyes are on the outside. Once the outside gets inside or drops in a coverage, now his attention is going to completely go to the guy who's inside of him. So now pick this up, you know, he's tight to you. Throw a strong punch with your, with your right hand, which he gets, he gets his hand on. But that's not really strong enough. Well, yeah, this is this is your nearest threat. Like, yeah, get it, get outside and kind of clear your outside half to take to to take this. Um, if he's get outside, and ABT would would work to this guy, whatever it may be. Um, but you still gotta punch this guy. He's right over top of you. He kind of throws a weaker punch, gets like clubbed. Fans hands high is never able to reset, and he just bends on him. Bends on him, bends on him, bends on him, bends on him. Let's him up for the sack. You know, don't want to be like that. Um, Griffin holding. I put the offensive line in general. Fant was meh. Uh, GVR was bad. I have two plays of him. 12-34. I already showed him before too, but... Right here. Again, this whole inside, the, the, the opposite arm punch shit that they're doing. I, I don't get it. There's like a couple of years ago, I don't, I didn't get the Jets like shuffling all the time, playing off like they did at times. I don't get this. So again, he's sliding inside. You have an inside, your closest arm is your inside. So punch with the inside. Because now if he's going to try to get to this B gap and you're committing and if this punch doesn't hit, this, this gap is, is wide open and you're, and you're committing your hips completely inside. So punch the inside arm. I don't get this whole out, away arm punch shit. Punches it, doesn't land, doesn't land strongly. Now he's com- completely committed inside and leaning inside. The defender controls that, that, that punch arm, that outside arm, swipes it. Now he's off balance. What is, what is this, this, this punch? And the thing with that too is typically when you see that that punch, you you want to you want to widen, widen with this arm. Don't 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 punch. Don't don't. The problem with that too is like this this goes back to turn the hips to allow it to reach, but you you got to make sure to get it lateral to punch so your so your hips don't completely open and commit to the other side. Like it's just not good. Reaches and it doesn't it doesn't land cleanly. Doesn't land cleanly. So now he's reaching with it. Now he's reaching. Now he's even more off balance and committed to the inside. Boom! Hit allowed. Tip. Okay. Um, 34, 14, GVR. Right here. Again, you're getting inside on a, on a inside zone, mid zone to, to the left side. Um, the thing I would like to say that's a little bit weird with this, to be completely honest, is I don't know why you have McGovern like the blocking scheme. I don't I don't like that that you have a you have a, a wide three and McGovern chasing the wide three instead of assisting the backside with with ninety one with 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 Ed Oliver. Nonetheless, though, this first step has to gain some type of ground. Like this this step is like a zero step. It doesn't cover anything. Watch it just it just lifts up and goes down. 
it doesn't cover any ground. It just opens them up. But this step needs to get, needs to cover some ground. Like, yeah, it needs to open up and work off the instep to allow them to climb, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. So it's like a wasted step in terms of gaining ground on him. Now he's leaning into it, trying to get there. Chest gets controlled, rips through, and the run gets completely shut down. But I don't know why McGovern in this blocking scheme is chasing the the three tech. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You'd think it'd be more inside combo to this, and then he can cut back if he wants to, but a little bit odd. <coughs> um, I said 14 was the miscellaneous play. Coleman. Oh, this is the bad for me offense. Yeah, miss hole. We'll do this soon. He had some good runs. This one wasn't my favorite. So you have um, another outside mid zone, and he is like the boss blocker. Um, the, the back on the uh, safety, the second level. It's almost like it's almost like a like a Bob, but boss because he's a second level guy, nonetheless. He leads, leads, lead block, boss block, Bob. Well, Bob is, is back on backer, but backside. So it's like boss or, or lead, but we're not going to get into the semantics over that right now. The one thing I will say is um, McGovern, good job taking the step to the play side. The catch hand catches, and then he commits to the to the to the to him crossing his face. So good job of McGovern pick up that block. Um, the one thing is with, with, um, with ABT, I want to see him not open up as much as he did. Like he takes big steps, one big step, that inside step. He's stepping outside. And if he crosses his face, it's your job to pick this guy up. So he can't just assume he's going to be there because if he, again, stems it quickly inside, that's your responsibility. So he opens up a little bit too much for me and then just lets him cross his face. Like that's, that's, that's his ABT. ABT needs to get on that. He does a good job. McGovern does a good job. He gets to the second level. He does a good job. But ABT is, um, a little bit lackadaisical, not like lackadaisical, well, maybe a little lackadaisical, but way too big of steps and just not expecting it. So ABT blows a block a little bit there. Um, the one thing with, with Coleman here, I don't necessarily always love his vision because he sees this and then he sees this, like his eyes go upfield and he sees, he should see green versus white. Just keep going upfield right here. Like, yeah, this guy's out. If anything, you want to widen a little bit. So this, so this guy can't tackle you. And he turns upfield and sees this again, outside versus inside, and he cuts right into it. It happens all really quickly, but again, they're going to pay millions of dollars. Like, keep on the field, <laughs> and you're going to see him cut right into into McGovern the block. Why? I just I don't I don't get that. It's all happening really really quickly. They're, they're freaking, they're crazy athletes, but trust me, you've seen some guy hit that hole because some guys hit that hole and his vision just not the best. Now I, I did give him a thumb up for that game, but not that play. Him and ABT would get negative on that for me. Um, bad from the defense, getting a little bit dark out. It's like 4.15. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plays left. Okay. Um, Eccles, I put in here, and again, you know, he was tasked with um, guarding a one Stefan Diggs for a lot of the game. Not ideal for him. He's right here. I I have, I have to run through this place pretty quickly, so I'm sorry. I'm going to expedite these a little bit. 
inside tight zone. He's pressing down. Needs to maintain the outside. Again, if anything, if well, if anything here, he sees he sees all of this action. Fill aggressively with an outside angle here. Get get low and fill fill from outside in. And he kind of comes over the top, is not aggressive with it. And he breaks down way too early. You're gonna see how early it breaks down. Leaves his feet, feet don't come with him. Gets tackled, gets gets uh gets outran to the outside. If anything, again, cheat. If anything, get beat to the inside because you have all these guys coming. You could not get beat to the outside right here. Again, it's a little passive right here. Breaks down way too early. Doesn't bring his feet with him and, and gets juked to the outside. Aggressively come down, outside in. Aggressively come down, outside in. You can't go flat and shoot inside. Bad by him right there for sure. Okay. Um, 11-22. Eccles versus Diggs. Right here. Doesn't really do a bad job right there. He actually does a pretty good job. Um, now, if this ball was obviously on the money, it, it would have been a, a touchdown, but it's hard to be the perfect throw. The one thing I will say again, Diggs, um, get even. And Eccles, again, the thing with it, with it is, you don't want to see the drop of the hands and the widen because you're not, you're not taking advantage of your close face. Good uh, Rams right here sees this movement and jams the shit at him. Don't want to see, don't let him dictate to you, dictate to him. So drops his hands, gets outside. Now he tries to, um, to contain, like slingshot himself back outside. Diggs wipes it, can't get it on him. Good job by Diggs, but really good job by Eccles right there. Not co completely committing to the outside punch because you see a lot of guys who really lean heavy on that hand. That gets swiped or it misses and they fall over. But really good job with Eccles going one, two and replacing it. So you're going to see the one not land, two come over the top. Say hand fighting, doesn't land, boom, replace it. So really, really good job right there. And now and, and now squeeze him to the sideline, choke it off to the sideline, and and um and keep hand fighting, hand fighting, hand fighting. Now if the ball was right there, yeah, it'd have been a touchdown, but he played that pretty well, minus this. This is not great, but that's really good right there. And then again, this whole all the way through right there, it's it's, it's a nice play. Eccles beat right here. Um, double move. Again, shouldn't be playing versus Diggs. But the thing is, um, I don't like about this is you're in a – oh, shit, my bad. It's a – it's cover three. The thing with three is, again, you want to say ask the sideline with that, with that, with that zone turn, but you've got to stay outside leverage. You cannot let him – you cannot let him get outside of you and work into that blind spot. And right here, yes – you know, Josh Allen, you know, with, with the, with the, uh, with the play action, with the pump fake, like it all gets them, but you have to be disciplined and play receiver or, or receiver through the quarterback. You, you can't just play through the quarterback and let him get outside of you. You see his eyes are inside all the whole time, inside, inside, inside. That's fine. If he was wider, like if he was wider and looking through that and he could really focus on the receiver and the quarterback at the same time, that's fine. But he gets stuck right here because his eyes are on that the entire time, entire time, entire time, and lets him just work to sideline with just his hand to beat. If it's a double move, you're screwed, and he screws himself because he needs to play this more outside and over top. 
double move, that little uh, stutter go. Don't let him work into that blind spot. Don't let him get outside of you in a cover three like that. Okay. Gets beat. Um, Hall, I put it in the negative this game. I, I showed you the three plays before, or yeah, two, three plays. No, three plays that were not good from him. And there's three other ones. So he struggled this game. He, he definitely struggled. Hall beat. Okay. Uh, he's always going to be down here because that's what they do. Um, they're playing in man right here. And again, the thing with the thing with Hall is just a little bit too soft. So you're playing, you're playing 10 yards off. And if you're playing 10 yards off, again, you, you, you have, you, it's kind of like a timing thing and just like a spacing thing. If you're this far off, again, get into a back pedal, but you don't have to open up so early, especially with this much room. You opening up inside right here, outside is completely, is completely open. So again, just get into a back pedal. He, opened, he opens up pretty much right off the line of scrimmage, a couple steps off, but he's about six yards off. He opens up, speed out, wide open, first down. So if you're going to play this far off, you have to be really, really patient with your hips and your feet. And he's not really patient with his hips and his feet. Gets beat outside. Simple as that. Quick. Sorry, I'm, again, I set up the run through this pretty quick. Um, 31-44. Hall, P.I. Holy uh, forces the holder here, but he gets a P.I. right here. which I think it might be a little bit of a bullshit PI, but the thing with it is what I don't like, you're going to, you're going to know, well, one immediately, I don't like, I don't like his stance. He's high and his feet are narrow and your feet are narrow and you're high like that. Your tendency is going to be to get low and your, your feet to wide at the snap to get like ready. You want to be ready pre-snap, not post-snap. So I don't like this. I don't like the, the stance. I don't like him opening the gate immediately. Opening the gate immediately does not get a shuffle in. He's opening. He's giving the outside right here. Opens it. He takes it. He's on him. He's on him. He's on him. Where's the PI though? Hold on. I don't know what the, what the, what is the PI? I can't tell if he hooks him or if he holds him or whatever, but it's not a terrible play from him, but you, you want to see that fixed. It's not terrible, but if he were to stay a little more patient there and shut and get a shuffle in or not even not a full, like complete lateral shuffle, um, but a little bit more in terms of getting over the top of this, then it's going to be completely choked off. I don't know where that, where that is, where the hold is or whatever, but fully um, hands on the center jerk arm over again, shock him, shock him jerk arm over forces the hold. So this PI gets erased by that PI or sorry, the hole gets, gets erased by the, uh, PI on on um, on Hall. Last play of Hall. Hall beat call question mark. Oh, the call on this. Yeah. Uh, so they blitz and they zone drop, which again, or they uh, they play zone. I don't like it. Like if you're going to blitz, play man. I hate I hate zone blitzing unless it's like, unless you're not. How can I even like? I'm trying to explain what I mean here. One, I don't like zone blitzing in general. Um, but in a situation where you're expecting the ball to come out really, really early, um, 
it's hard for you to open your hips up because then anything cutting inside quickly is, is pretty much going to be automatically beating you. So unless there's like multi-layered zones underneath with the zone blitz, then I'm fine with it because then if he throws it underneath, then you have somebody across the middle who could pick it off. But if you're relying on your outside third, your outside fourth, whatever it may be to, to, to play over the top and zone, but also cover an inside break, it's just, it just usually doesn't work. And you're going to see him haul right down the top, get into a shuffle in a, in a, in a, in a zone and a cover three, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fire zone. And he just lets up the inside. And the, and the one thing I will say with Hall, this is this is kind of his fault too, because Gadry plays this better than Hall. See how Gadry gets into a shuffle, but he doesn't overly commit to the shuffle. Like he shuffles, but he's not overly committed. Where he's ready to play an inside break. You see how he's like more patient with it. His his uh, shorter strides. You see how you see how Hall really opens his hips up, and he's not as patient as Gadry. Like he's not he's not staying over top of the route. Gadry patient. Hall not as patient. Not playing over top of the route, not not getting hands on. Deep slant, open. It's fr- it's you're on the, you're on the it's freaking you're on the they're on the inch line, and he's giving that much room. Why? <clears throat> so that's partially his fault and partially the the call's fault too. I don't I don't like him having to 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 uh, play play zone right there, and maintain outside in and shuffle. Get him get his hands on. You want to play like off like that if, if like you have corners who are really good at reading stuff, which he is, but you have to also be paired with really good athleticism on that. He's more of a guy who's going to thrive more in man coverage, I, I, you know, um, because you want to use that physicality. You want to get it over. Uh, you want to get him um, his hands on. He could play. He could play like, like three and four, though, too. Um, two, I don't necessarily love him, but nonetheless, don't love it. Um, and he that was that was his part of his fault, too. Ashton Davis was bad this game. Um, that one play, like, it, you know, you're just terrible. Uh, Jared Davis was terrible down one play as well, but I'll show you one extra play of him where I just put a question mark because I don't know what he's doing. Actually, two plays he was terrible. Um, like that pivot wheel and then the the play where he just fell. He's right here again. Jared Davis, question mark, okay. Again, I don't – like outside – mid-outside zone with the, with the sifter – Jared Davis, okay. Good job filling. I'm cool with it. See the run coming. Fill, fill, fill. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> why not go outside right here? There's, 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 there's traffic in here. If the running back cuts back into traffic, cool. But what's open? The outside. Get outside of him. You know, and he just like, he like def- defeats the block of, of the center and then for some reason ducks it back into, into the, the defensive lineman. Like he just, he just like see the, the traffic and just wants to fall into it because it's not like his leg gets hit. Like it's, it's not like, it's not like his left leg gets stepped on or anything like that. Like he just sees it and doesn't, he doesn't want to get injured. So he just falls down with it. Like what's the deal right there? Like he isn't, he doesn't get blocked by anybody. I don't, I, he's been absolutely dreadful, like dreadful, dreadful. Um, pass rush was bad. Didn't really get there. D line running into each other way too often. Just said that, uh, Gidry, I put in here. I got three plays, uh, 24, 26, 28. Again, it's not necessarily his fault, but it is what it is. Again, a little bit dark right now, but it is what I'm not turning on the light right now. Who cares right here. The only thing is, is he's not very, he's not very patient right there. So that's the first play. 
where again, he gets subbed into the game and they isolate him and you have combo man, man zone. And the one thing that Gidry does, what does he do? Sits on his heels, hands drop. His eyes are most now his, his eyes could be low right here. Nonetheless, he overreacts to, to an inside stab, op, takes a step inside, opens the steps up inside. Now he's getting beat outside. So way too reactionary right there. It's easier to, to not be as reactionary when, you're, when your weight is forward. But when your weight's back like that, it, you're kind of effed. Gets beat outside. Again, not terrible coverage, but if Diggs were to get both of his feet in there, which they weren't, the one foot could happen too soon, he gets attacked. Now, Jets, okay. They just attacked him one time. Now you have a look where they're blitzing. Clearly, man, 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 man. Let's just isolate him with Diggs, the best receiver in the NFL. Or, or sorry, top five receiver in the NFL. Great call. One thing I don't like, again, he's a little bit more patient with it, but he, uh, he, he opens the gate again outside. If this is a fade, you're giving him the outside. And he's a bigger physical wide receiver. So what do you want to do? Or he's, sorry, he's a bigger and more physical receiver than you. He's not a big physical wide receiver in general. You want to get hands on quick. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to let him box you out. So you're giving him the outside like this. You're letting him box you out. Gives him the outside. He takes the outside. Hands on. Boxes you out. Tracks the ball late. Late hands. Good catch. Not terrible coverage from him, but not good coverage. Look at the blue, by the way. I see in this picture. It's not a jersey. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen. And you can't even see right there. Like thirteen Jets fans. How many Bills fans? <laughs> hey, awesome. Um, I wasn't there, but I also had to work midnight the night before. Um, twenty six thirty eight. Okay, this was clearly not designed well right here. Gage reverse digs. Again, tough spot. To, it's, it's not even really him. Like, stays square, weaves outside, opens up when he commits to the outside, gets hands on, you know, but guess what? He's 5'8", like 185, 190, and Diggs is what, 6'1", 205? So he's, big, he's a bigger receiver. And he's out physicals at the catch point. Catch. Can't, it's hard to put on Gidry, but we can't keep signaling up Gidry with, with Stefan Diggs. Like at a certain point, put Dunn in, you know, maybe put Hall to that side. But no, the Jets, they, Hall has to stay on the other side. I don't get, I hate, I don't get, there's no reason for that to me. Now I get wanting to main, like stay in your coverages because you want them to learn and, and go through about bumps and bruises and stuff. But Hall's always going to be on the left side. Like I, I don't, I don't like that. Now you don't have the, he's not Revis. You don't have to put him in the slot with, with, you know, with whoever, you know, Cole Beasley, but at the same time, he can't play the other, the, the other outside. Gadry beat bottom of the screen. Um, the thing with this is, so again, you have, you have another, um, you have another cover three. You cannot let him get outside of you. He's, 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 he's shuffling but you have to maintain outside leverage, have to maintain outside leverage because the, the, the idea of it here is you're maintaining outside leverage to both one, make him, if, if he is going to take anything out, take any route, the inside is open. There's, there's congestion inside. Other guy picks it up. And with that, and with that too, you're playing outside to shuffle and to look through the receiver to the quarterback. 
for the quarterback, you can see the receiver in your peripheral vision. But when, when, you, when you let him get to the outside of you right here, he's blind. He cannot see the receiver. Can't see the receiver, can't see the receiver, can't see the receiver. Now he's lost. No vision of the receiver right here for a whole three, four yards of running. He breaks wide open. Can't let me outside of you. Then it's digs like good route. Good, good, good job tackling a blind spot, but you can't let them have that blind spot. Um, moving on. Um, other than that, the only thing I would mention is uh, the holding on every first return. It seems like every game when the Jets receive the ball, there's a holding. Every big return, there's a holding. Um, right now, they're tied for the league, uh, leading 13 special team penalties. Amendola, which is not good. Amendola is one for 148 yards, two for two extra points. Braden Mann was three punts, 135-yard average, or 135-yard average. 135 yards for 45-yard average. Um, coaching Mike LaFleur, I said, was more creative, uh, more, again, good job with movement. Lighter personnel, again, not charting, but it seemed like other from the game, the refs in general, um, the Bills, two the hits on White that game were ridiculous. They were not called again. If that was Tom Brady, if that was Aaron Rodgers, if that was Russell Wilson, if that was Josh Allen, if that was Lamar Jackson, uh, those are flags. The plays were just blown dead, and then two guys that come in and like, punch them. Um, no flags. Um, there was an unnecessary roughness on a Bills punt return, I believe, that was picked up. Like They threw it like, oh, no, never mind. Um, and then again, I mentioned that the Jets for the other news were like, I think they're a little soft. Um, not necessarily lack of effort, but a little soft. Um, Bills are taking big, big shots up, uh, up late and they're not really doing too much about it. Um, so I think they're laying down a little bit. Uh, Salah says that Becton is still working through some things as a recovery from uh, knee injury. It's still one to three weeks away from returning to practice. Is he me out for the year? I don't know. Something we'll discuss on the live stream, but again, he has to return to practice and then get into shape because the thing is like, oh, he's fat, he's lazy. That's the ultimate, like that's the narrative right now. But again, when you screw up your knee and you're a guy who has trouble maintaining his weight, how are you supposed to work out if your knee is banged up? What do you want to do? Crunches and he's going to lose weight? Like that's the thing Beckham loses weight and he's, and he's going to be in, in shape. You know, there's a difference between playing shape and, and actual like, uh, or just shape and playing shape too. So for a guy who, who already has weight problems for him to not be able to use his legs, like, hey, you get fat really quickly. Your legs are, you're, you can't use your legs. Go ahead. Maintain your physical, your, 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 uh, your playing readiness, you know, like it's kind of crazy, uh, injuries from the game, uh, and Phil, Kyle Phillips was activated. Eccles is out three to five weeks with a quad, which is disappointing because he's, I think he's a good role player for the Jets. Dolphins game, the roster, uh, two is a quarterback, whatever, uh, Miles Gaskin, decent running back and, and Ahmad or whatever. Tadding Gasecki, good vertical threat receivers, uh, Waddle, good yak guy, Albert Wilson, good yak guy, Matt Collins, Preston Williams, part, uh, Devontae Parker's on the IR. Their offensive line is dog shit. Um, Liam Eichenberg at left tackle, left guard, Austin Jackson. Center is Austin Ritter uh, or Ryder. Uh, Robert Hunt is the right guard, and Jesse Davis is the right tackle. Not a good offensive line. Their defense is okay. Agba at the end, along with Christian, uh, Christian Wilkins. Their D tackle is Ro- uh, Roquan Davis. D line's okay to me. Um, their linebackers, not going to write home about it. Uh, Van Ginkle and Brennan Scarlett. Their middle linebackers are Landon Roberts and Jerome Baker. The safeties, uh, Eric Rowe, not great. Javon Holland is a good young player. Um, and then their corners are elite. They're number one and two. Uh, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Um, so to attack that, I think the running game is going to be pretty necessary. Joe Flacco starting, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, on the live stream. I'm not crazy about it. Um, but at the same time, I, I get it gives them the best chance to win. But it's it's confusing situation. Kind of. Um, I guess they gave Mike quite a shot, and obviously 
Um, they probably had an idea he wasn't going to be successful, and that's why they traded for Joe Flacco. And then if he continued his play, like, holy shit, we're surprised, then they're going to give him a shot. They saw how bad he was last week. They feel like Joe Flacco gives them the best chance to win. I get it. So I think the run game is going to be crucial in this game. If they decide to blitz like they did against the, the, against the Ravens last week to shut Lamar Jackson down, then you have a veteran quarterback who's hopefully going to take advantage of that, get rid of the ball quickly, uh, get some yak opportunities. Um, plan for football, be competitive. The defense may, maybe stop the run game. Maybe take advantage of the bad offensive line. Maybe don't let, don't let, don't get gashed in the run game. Maybe take advantage in terms of pass rushing. I don't know. You know, maybe that's a plan. Pick them quickly. Um, I picked the Dolphins. I'm not gonna pick the Jets to win. Maybe until they play the Texans. I think with Flacco, like I think, if, man, with, with Flacco though, they speak the Ravens at home. Jets, nope, not gonna do it. I'll pick them to lose, and if they win, great. I, I still root for them to win at this point, but um, even with Flacco, because I want to see the Moors and the Carters and all these guys. Like I want them to be happy. Like I want them to win because we need to build some type of culture. You know, with Gates, I didn't care because everybody's gonna be gone. Like now, you want to see those young guys get some wins in their belt and learn how to win. Um, but I'm going to the Dolphins 27 to 20, let's say. Um, last week, the Pickums, I picked the Bills. They beat the Jets uh, 45 to 17. I picked the Cowboys. They beat the Falcons 43 to 3. Uh, I picked the Titans. They beat the Saints 23 to 21. I picked the Pats. They beat the Browns 45 to 7. I picked the Chargers. They lost um, to the Vikings 27 to 20. I picked the Packers against the Seahawks. The Packers won 17 to 0. Seahawks looked like dog shit. Russell Wilson did look healthy. Um, I picked the Broncos, the Eagles. Did I pick the? Or did I pick the Eagles? I guess I picked the Broncos. Um, um, and the Eagles won thirty to thirteen. I picked the Raiders against the Chiefs. The Chiefs won forty-one to fourteen. The Chiefs just look so bad they barely beat the Giants. Whatever. Um, standings: Kyle in first place by himself by a wide margin at forty-one and twenty-five. We have a tie for second between Vinny and Rob at 35 and 31. We have Carbon in fourth place. Again, there's our third place. So there's a tie for second. Um, we have Carbon in fourth place at 34 and 32. We have Tom in fifth at 32 and 34. We have Matt in sixth at 31 and 35. We have a tie in seventh between uh, Seo and I, who are just continuing to match at 30 and 36. You have uh nani and ninth at 29 and 37 and then you have verge um at 28 and 38 um in last place at 10th who's a game behind nani though so he can overtake him this week dolphins at jets i got the dolphins um uh saints at eagles i have the eagles the eagles always stream me so i'm just gonna go on their side this time watching stream me when i'm on their side now um, the 49ers, sorry, the, the five and four cents at the four and six Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles, the four and five Niners at the two and seven Jaguars. I'm taking the Niners there um, with the four and five Bengals come off a bye week at the five and four Raiders. Don't like this game. Don't like this pick. I'm going with the Bengals. Um, you have the seven and two Cowboys at the six and four Chiefs. The Chiefs bounced back last week, but the Cowboys are a strong team as well. I'm going the Cowboys. Um, have the eight and two Cardinals at the three and six Seahawks. I'm going the Cardinals. Screw the Seahawks. And then you have the five, three, and one Steelers at the five and four Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. So to recap, Dolphins over Jets, Eagles over Saints, 49ers over Jags, Bengals over Raiders, Cowboys over Chiefs, Cardinals over Seahawks, uh, Chargers over Steelers. Um, I will see you guys soon. Make sure you check out the live stream. Appreciate you guys all listening, watching, etc. Appreciate the support as always. And I'll talk to you soon. 